Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you're seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Today's Rich Show podcast is brought to you by Jameson Cask Mates, IPA and Stout Edition. Try them both and get your drinking buddies together with a beer and a shot. Jameson Cask Mates. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Rizzuto? The Rizzuto Show. Done. Really? Take Monday off. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. No, not you. Sorry. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. You sorry, Scott. You're here. Well, we'll give you a floater, okay? All right. That sounds good. Thank you. You could. Well, you're the new guy. The new guys get the, uh, you know, the short end of the stick. The kick-ass always. schedule. Yeah, of course. Yes. <laughs> Still on probation, bro. It's true. We're always watching. Mm. We're watching. You're barely hanging on. So you know. You're still looking at him, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> it was weird he looked around the room when he said that. That is odd, right? I'm used to it by now. Uh, good morning, guys. Hey. It's Friday. Sure the hell and is. here we are. I know uh, for most schools, maybe, is, is today the last day for most most schools in the area? Oh, yeah, I've seen a lot of that. I saw a lot of, like, yesterday, like, one more day and then the heathens are home. Yeah, yesterday was uh, my kids last day. Yes, same here. Both. My daughter came home in tears. Tears. I'm like, what? What? what's going on? This is supposed to be the happiest day of the year. Yeah. Your last day of school. I mean, sobbing. Because she likes school that much? I said, did somebody hurt you? Right. You tell me his name. <laughs> you tell I, me who hurt you. I was always bummed out at the end of the year. Well, she was crying. She said she's going to miss her teacher. Oh, oh man, that'll wear off soon. 
Dude, I was uh, <laughs> I was down the street. Uh, How innocent! I was driving uh, in the car right when I guess the school buses were all dropping everybody off, and I saw one kid, and it brought me back to the day when you knew it was your last day. He got off the bus and put his arms out like I'm the king of the world, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio and the chick, and just started walking down the street as soon as he got off the bus, and he just had the biggest. Oh, I love that! Ass, that is like, unbridled joy. It is over joy. for the year. Yeah, unbridled joy. Next step is pool open. You know, that it was just, yeah. he was so happy. See, I was I was always stoked for the end of the school year because I liked the fact that you didn't have to wake up and go to school and you could do whatever the hell you wanted. You enjoyed school. But I, but I was bummed out because, and you also have to think it was a little different for me too. I lived in North County, went to CBC. I didn't get to hang out with those guys all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Mm-hmm. I get that. No, I mean, she was sobbing. I'm going to miss my teacher. I said, three months off. Go spend a couple of weeks with her this summer. Three months off. Get out of the house already. Yeah. Get out. For sure. Go have fun. You'll see her next year. Mm-hmm. Go visit. <laughs> you go into second grade. Go visit. All the parents on the block were waiting at the school bus. The school bus stopped with silly string, and they silly string the kids when they came off the bus. My parents never did that. My parents were never home. Yeah, that's true. Same here. They were they were at work. I came home to an empty house, and I went, "Hey guys, I'm home. <laughs> Nobody's here." Oh, and the kids had a water balloon fight. You ever see those new water balloons? You hook them up to the hose, and they inflate like fifty and they of them. Inflate like uh, yeah. yeah, twenty at a time. Yeah, they get the little oh. sticks. Yeah, attached and, to them, and you just pull them off, right? And then automatically they ties fall them. off. Yeah, you don't even have to tie them. It literally just yeah. what? Yeah, what a great invention! It's amazing, Jeff. It really is. You know, like when you used to go to uh, back back in the day, you would go to a store and you'd buy those balloons that were already like on the stick. Yeah, like almost like the little mylar balloons, but you could buy like a hundred and fifty of them for ten bucks for a birthday party. It's like that, but water balloons. You just screw it to the hose, turn it on. Oh my god, and they all right fell off. up and People- they fall off. People these days aren't going to know what a balloon knot is, man. You know? That's right, Jeff. (laughs) Like filling a balloon with water and tying the knot? That balloon knot, yes. Yeah. It's too bad. Yeah, I... uh, Where was the water balloon fight? Was it at school? No, it was outside. Oh, that's fun. It was out in the street. That's good And all I'm thinking is, who's going to clean up the mess? (laughs) (laughs) The best is whenever you see the dogs, little poopies, and they'll have the water balloons in their... Oh, yes, in their stool. That's the best. Yes, there's a lot of little dogs in the neighborhood. <laughs> so uh, who's going to pick all this stuff up? <laughs> no, I said, if I go back in time, man, I would invent that. Yeah. It's such a simple thing. Agreed. Well, first I would kill Hitler. And right. then I yeah, would invent that it. Would, as a celebration, you would release the I would kill Hitler idea. first. Yeah. And then invent the, put the balloons up to the, to the spigot thing yeah. and turn on the hose. <laughs> and they just fall off. That's crazy. And somebody's a gazillionaire, probably. Because Absolutely. And my wife had gone to Costco and got a big one. 420 balloons. Damn. 420 balloons. 420 balloons now broken outside. <laughs> <laughs> Who's cleaning up the mess? No, it was great because we had one of those blocks where everybody was outside and set the, all the parents set up the lawn chairs. And they called it a happy hour. So everybody was outside, you know, with their beers and... Man, where oh, what is happening in your yeah. neighborhood? I know it's nice. You have like you have moved into Party Central USA. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, you know what it is? All the parents 
are like uh you know around our age yeah like i've i and trust me i know people that live in neighborhoods that are very similar to that where every once in a great while people like hang out and do things every week you're like yeah i was sitting in the court with fifteen thousand people we were drinking and aerosmith showed up and started to play and it was fantastic <laughs> yeah it's only a 20 minute set but still yeah, you know ricky up the street awesome. ricky up the street he was taught how to make sushi by morimoto he came over was rolling everything for everybody what time are we talking about like three four something like that like right after the- four o'clock so you just doing a little day drinks out there drinking beer yeah while the kids uh were uh, <sighs> that was my head exploding while the kids were throwing the water balloons around and having That's a good great. time that's you could awesome. put that on the list. Uh, you could cross that off the list of things I never think Riz would ever do. I told you, it's a new me. It's a very new Once you. we moved into it's that house. It's kind of shocking and a little scary. <laughs> I told you. Did I not say I was going to make an effort? Uh-huh. I've made an effort. You've made more than an effort. Thank you. You made the effort and you turned out. it turns out you liked it. Who Thank are you? you? <laughs> this is me. <laughs> <laughs> this is me. Welcome. This, this is, is me. New autobiography. This is me. This is me, guys. What was your drink of choice? I was I was drinking like uh, you know, some beers, just beer. Some of the ladies had some white wine. I saw a gentleman drinking a Zima, which was odd. I never uh, seen a man, a grown man, drinking a Zima. They had a micro brewer come and show him exactly how to make the beer. And... So what do you got there, Zima? <laughs> okay, I've never had one ever. I don't think you're missing much. Yeah. If you like is sugar, it, is, it, is it like is it like a Smirnoff Ice, sort of? Yeah, yeah. A little plain, yeah, a little plainer. Kinda. Zima's back for the summer, guys. So. Yeah, I saw a dude walking around in Schnooks in E Town with with a six pack of it in his hand. Get it while you can. Yeah. Ah, Zima, huh? Video Ben, he got hammered on that last year, and he said it was the worst idea ever. Zima, huh? Yeah, he's like, I'm having a Zima party. Worst headache ever. I can only yeah. imagine. Yeah, I think he had like eight or nine sugar. of them. The worst headache I've had from drinking was uh, I was drinking it was some, uh, it was a local brewery. They had a chocolate milk stout mm-hmm. that somebody gave me a sixer. And you hammered home all six. And I them? hammered home all six. Yeah, and I had mistake. the worst headache after that. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah oh, my dad boy. used to say just because they're all connected doesn't mean you have to drink them oh, all. Oh, no. At I once. think it was a chocolate milk part of it. Mm. Ugh. I, can, I can, if I close my eyes, I can. Bring myself back to the worst hangover I've ever had, and I, to this day, I've had it since then, but to this day, every time I take my first drink of Captain Morgan, it immediately rushes through my body, that feeling for a brief second. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Riz, I mean, it was to the point where I was in college, and the funny part was is I was being honored by the school for my contributions to the student newspaper. My parents came out. We had this big plan to go to lunch. And you got drunk. And I threw up four times during the ceremony. Because yeah. you're, you're drinking. Stop it. Stop it. And they, right? took, they took the, the plaque back, didn't they? No, they sure yeah. didn't. No, they gave it to me. They threw up all over the It plaque. was a cash prize, to be honest with you. And it was, it was pretty awesome. But I remember, first off, I threw up from probably 4 a.m. until we left my house at 9 a.m. I popped blood vessels in both of my eyes. Oh, that's wow. the way. And it, was, and it was to the point where I was sitting at the table with my parents and everything, and I thought the room was on rollerblades. Mm. It, it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't man. spinning. Oh. It was just wild. Okay, mm. perfect. I thought I'm I was there on, right now. I thought I was Who's on a there? cruise ship uh, uh, during a hurricane. Uh, I'm there. I got it there was the worst. One of my worst was the Sambuca 
First of all, like three quarters of a bottle all no. on my own with the little coffee in it. Oh, no. And this was like uh, right after my oldest was brought home from the hospital. I came home at 4 a.m. and I had a free flow water bed. There are certain. Oh, man. Oh, boy. I had I, I, Yeah, I, I fell asleep with one foot touching the ground. There are certain liquors that you're not supposed to hammer. They're, they're sipping, sipping drinks. Oh, like, yeah. You know, like a port. Uh-huh. Like a, like mm-hmm. a you know, like a. After dinner cordial, right? Yeah, that's but, sambuca. You're not supposed to pound a bottle no, of that. Uh, uh, uh. Bush light. Bush. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> that's a pinky up, right? Burn, yes, yes. <laughs> that's a burn. That's a pinky up. Oh, you know what I want to bring up before we move on? Does our Alexa work? Uh, no. Ever since everybody moved out of here, the Wi-Fi is not working in this. I thought this Moon room. and his paranoia destroyed it. No, I mean I will. T- I will say this though: it worked until he unplugged. Until he unplugged it, and when he unplugged it, it no longer connects to the Wi-Fi. Hmm. So Moon broke the Alexa. I would. I would. It's safe to say that. Is it not Alexa? I'm having trouble connecting to the internet. Me too. Oh. Take a look at the help section in your Alexa app. What the hell? I'm telling you, I've tried to connect to every piece of Wi-Fi in this building, and Alexa basically says, you can go to hell. Because I wanted to try this out. I think uh, I think you could do this now. If you say engage 105.7 the point, I think that's the that's the keyword. It'll put on the radio station. Hmm. That's pretty awesome. Wow. Somebody try that. See if it works. Well, just you say right now, say say the A word, and then say engage 105.7, and everybody that's listening on it, it'll do it to them. Alexa, engage 105.7 The Point. I'm having trouble connecting. To so we didn't work, but Take a look at the health shut I'm not doing anything. But Don't at, tell me what to do. It's like a woman to tell you two, three times the same damn thing, isn't it? But everybody else that has one that's listening to the show right now, that is within earshot of it, it just did what you said. Yeah, see if that works. I think it's engage. I think that's the keyword. I think that's pretty cool. Julie said the other day she's she listens in the morning when she's getting ready, and she said uh, something about play the Rizzuto show or something to that effect, and it and it popped right on. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was play or what it was, hmm. but she's she just said it and it started playing. Well, did you hear about this woman in Oregon, in Portland? So she's claiming that her Amazon Alexa device in her house recorded one of her private conversations. And sent it to somebody on her contact list. <laughs> Here she is talking about it. This is this is nuts. My husband and I would randomly joke sometimes, like, I bet these devices are listening to what we're saying. The person on the other line said, unplug your Alexa devices right now. We go around and unplug them all. He proceeded to tell us that he had received audio files recordings from what was going on in our house at first my husband was like no you didn't and he's like you're sat there talking about hardwood floors and we're oh gosh oh, <laughs> yeah. what are you talking mm-hmm. about who's hardwood floor yeah. oh really i oh, know it's our really the floors uh-huh. the actual floors the actual floors out there talking about hardwood floors and we're oh gosh <laughs> you really did i felt invaded like total privacy invasion like immediately I'm like, I'm never plugging that device in again. I can't trust it. You know, husband and wife, when they're in the privacy of their home, they have conversations that they're not expecting to be sent to their address book. Hmm. Yeah, so the whole conversation sent to somebody on their contacts list she in must, audio files. She must have ordered the tattletale. <laughs> well, she wants a refund from Amazon for her Alexa, but so far they've gotten an apology. That was it. 
And the company in the statement says, Amazon takes privacy very seriously. We investigated what happened and determined this was an extremely rare occurrence. We're taking steps to avoid this from happening in the future. Now, here's somebody. This, this, is, this is interesting. Here's somebody asking Alexa, are you spying on me? Alexa, are you spying on me? I only send audio back to Amazon when I hear you say the wake word. For more information and to view Amazon's privacy notice, visit the help section of your Alexa app. What's the wake word? The, the wake word is Alexa or Echo or... Okay. Yeah, that's like the way to wake, to wake it up. Then it records and sends it back to Amazon. Oh, my that's, God. That's not news, though. Oh, yeah, my no. God. I say, that's not news at oh. all. By the way, engaged work. Uh, my old man just texted me and said, if you say play, that works, too. Oh. Wow, play 105.7 The Point or engage 105.7 The Point. That's awesome. It, it immediately starts playing. Well, we're there, guys. Here we, we are. are. There. We are there. <laughs> We're there. I would say that we could try with Alexa, but we've got the red ring of death over here, so this is not good. So the wake word is when you say... Whatever you have it set as. Echo, Alexa, whatever. So what are this thing? Alexa, are you spying on me? I only send audio back to Amazon when I hear you say the wake word. For more information and to view Amazon's privacy notice, visit the help section of your Alexa app. That says nothing to you? That's nothing. That's that's literally no news. I only send conversations. They didn't say conversations. I only send information back to Amazon when I hear the wake word. Information conversations. Information is, hey Alexa, how old is John Goodman? It goes back to Amazon. How many say, letters this is, is what information and confirmation? Stop it. <laughs> I did hear her whisper something about Dick Cheney in there. Uh huh. Stop send it. Send information puppy, to Dick Cheney. You. Okay, Moon. <laughs> <sighs> She's always listening, guys. She ain't even connecting the internet right now. She ain't listening. <laughs> so she wants you to think. Mm. Right now on the top of our Alexa is a ring of red. Red record. R and R. Oh, yeah. See? Oh, boy. Red record. Hey, Alexa, where is the server farm with Dick Cheney hanging out with all the if luggage? She says Omaha. <laughs> 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 it is disconcerting that this Alexa device sent the woman's conversation to somebody on our on our contact that's, list. That's terrifying, but it's terrifying. But I do want to bring this up. Okay. And this is me being the guy that's like, oh, everything happens because of some action. She could have been talking about floors, and let's say she's talking about let's say she's talking about Tim's flooring. Okay? And she could go. I really like this carpet sample. I really want this. And he goes, well, I really want the hardwood floors. And she said, okay, well, let's go ahead and get this sample and get it sent over there to see if they have it. Oh, you want us to send it to him? And maybe this somehow, her Echo or her Alexa, mm. woke up and then sent it to him and All right, there, there it goes. Dick Cheney. All right, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, here's something. I don't know. You two are working together. <laughs> <laughs> They're uh, hunting buddies. My middle name is Cheney. You didn't know that. Uh, this Somebody in the chat room here says, I'm a programmer in IT, and my company recently rolled out a cybersecurity policy, and having an Alexa device is considered against policy and not allowed. Good thing I got nothing to hide. And then they followed that up yeah. with, to say the least, 
Alexa isn't the only thing listening to you. What else? My watch probably. Hello? Inspector Gadget Watch? Hello? What kind of watch is that? That's a Fitbit. Oh. They're fitting this information bit by bit into the cyberspace. All right. <laughs> you do have the Fitbit app, right? Like the, and it's supposed to track in the exact yeah, it tracks make and model yeah. of the food you have, the brands, all that kind of did stuff. Did you say fit and bits of info in the uh, server farm? <laughs> I did. <laughs> all right. Now, this, this programmer here says your iPhone, your computer. Of course. Your ears. Next, we're going to say listening. these mics. Everything's listening. Yeah, it, really, if somebody was spying on me, they go, that he's uh, taking a nap again. What a boring <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Look, there he is. I guess he's out on his deck staring into the woods like a psycho. Okay. <laughs> a single tear running down his cheek. <laughs> somebody spying on Riz goes, damn, this guy started day drinking a lot. <laughs> he really, this guy, this guy's got, he's in deep. He's acting like he likes his neighbors. First of all. He is in deep. Is that considered day drinking? What Four time? o'clock? Yep, that's day drinking. I believe that's within the happy hour window. That For you, that's day drinking, I believe man. That, and, nope, for me, that's evening drinking. Well, yeah, okay. okay. I get, mm. All right, Dick Cheney. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. Tony, Let's why do you keep Alexa. leaning over towards Alexa when you're talking? <laughs> for you, having a drink during the week is considered day drinking. I don't care if it's 9 o'clock on a Wednesday night. That's I liked it, and I think I may do it more often. Uh, who are you? What have you done with Riz? I've finally discovered who I am. <laughs> me. That's who I am. Me. Oop, somebody else says Furbies are listening to you, too. Furbies? Who's got one of those? Well, if you talk to a Furby, it talks back to you. But oh, really, the new ones, huh? E- even though the Furbies were really going, oh, what they're really doing is that's the sound of the information going to the White House. <laughs> Stop it. And now, here is today's Mattress Direct Team Riz member of the day. All right, today's Team Riz member of the day brought to you by Mattress Direct is from Herculaneum. And I believe, is this the second Herculaneite we've had this this, this week? Well, this is uh, Andrew Elias. All right. Hey, Andrew. Yeah, man. Andrew Elias is our team race member of the day. He is a uh, working father of three who doesn't have much time for himself anymore, but says every morning on the live studio cams, if I could catch it, or later that evening on the podcast, you guys uh, give me the time to myself where I get to sit back and laugh. Thank you, Andrew. Loves Freak of the Week. Headline Hooge. And he says, thank you guys for bringing me the laughter every day, and happy birthday, Riz. Well, thank you, Andy Elias, the Team Riz member of the day, brought to you by Mattress Direct. He gets that super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up, 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. All right, welcome back. Our phone number, 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. On the socials, at R-I-Z-Z show, your emails. Riz Show at 1057thepoint.com. Anybody going away this weekend? No. Uh-uh. We're staying in town. I have an empty house. Good for you. Are you just going to lock yourself away? I think so. Oh, man. That sounds great. Hey, I'm coming over one day and we're reorganizing the entire house. Sounds good. You're moving upstairs, buddy. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't that be Scott awesome? Scott lives in Moon's basement. Yeah, let's... Uh, Wouldn't that be awesome? Just rearrange the entire house. Well, move yeah. Moon downstairs. Mm-hmm. That'd be hilarious. And move Scott upstairs. And you upstairs. And say, hey, you were gone for more than five days. That means I could overthrow. 
Well, then, uh, <laughs> well, more than 40 million Americans are going to hit the road this weekend. And if you're one of them, you want to save on some gas? Here you go. Here are some tips. Some uh, neato tips for you. Neat. Use an app like uh, like Gas Buddy. And Waze actually can help you find the cheapest gas prices at nearby gas stations. Buy gas at wholesale clubs. Usually when we're at the Costco, I'll stop to get gas there. Clubs like Costco, Sam's, they have gas stations attached to them. Sure do. And you could save 20 to 30 cents a gallon on average. But usually, and I, I'll bet you there'll be a line this weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm telling there you, there are lines there, but they go quick. When it went from when, like a couple of weeks ago, when it went from like 2.49 to 2.89 overnight, at, as soon as it was at like you know, it happens like gradually. You could see gas stations going up. Mm-hmm. As soon as some of them started to go up, I drove past that the Sam's by my house. There was at least 20 cars at each pump. Have you done that to save money? Oh, at Sam's? Yeah. I mean, if I'm, I don't think you about do that, it. Jeff? Yeah, I have. I like, I, I don't yeah. go out of my way for it, but if I'm there, I'll do it. If I'm sure. right by there and I'm like, oh, hell, I need gas and it's cheaper here. Let's do it. They say maintain your car. Stuff like low tire pressure will reduce your fuel economy and could damage your tires. And they say use air conditioning. I mean, it sounds counterintuitive, but air conditioners actually create less drag on the engine than driving with the windows down. My God, that is the neatest thing I've ever heard. I've heard that has been that is that goes back and forth. Well, I mean, I just read it on the internet. It's oh, got to okay, be true. If you said it, then I forgot. It's got, well, I, I read it on the internet. And there's a quote up there that uh, drives that fact home. Well, it makes sense because I said it. Okay, uh-huh. <laughs> you got it, sir. Uh, Friday fail stories coming up later on. Real or fake results. We will blow out the rest of our prizes with our "Were you paying attention?" contest. Jeff, some emails. Yes, sir. Uh, this fir- first one is uh, from Marcus. Marcus is a guy that he's uh, told us before about the podcast Crime and Sports and a oh, Small yeah, Town a Murder one. podcast. Mm-hmm. Those ones. Uh, before we get into the meat of his, he says the episode one one seventeen of that Crime and Sports is all about John Daly, and he says it's just fantastic. Oh, really? Yeah. I was uh, I was listening to a uh, to a podcast on my way in today about cults. Oh, nice. About the Heaven's Gate cult. Oh, wow. Remember the ones they were going to get on the spaceship? Yep. That was trailing the uh, the Hale-Bopp comet? They had nice Nikes. Yeah, they all committed suicide in this house in San Diego. And we are two totally different people. <laughs> You're listening to a podcast on cults, and I was listening to, like, white boy bro rap on the way in. Mm, yeah. We are literally the opposite sides of the spectrum. Yeah. Anything else on that email? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, talking about uh, podcasts, he says, did you guys know that on the uh, iTunes Top 100, and out of the thousands and thousands and thousands of podcasts that are out there, the Rizzuto Show ranked 155 as of when he wrote this email. So in the, po- in the podcast Top 100, we were, to- we were 150-something or other? 200. Oh, okay, Top Co- 200. Comedy. 155, yeah. Oh, we are? Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Right well- now? Uh, we As were, of we were last yeah. last evening, yes. Yeah, 155 in the top 200 of comedy. Pretty You're cool, kidding. Huh? Nope. How do I find that out? The library? Is it library? How do I do that? I'll figure it out. If you want to move on to the next email, I'll dig through here. Because it's going to take you a minute to scroll down. Oh, that's neat. Well, that's nice. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Next. 
Uh, let's see here. Love the show. Just wanted to thank you for your recommending Dr. Hawatma at South County Urological. How about that? Been dealing with a stubborn kidney stone for months. Can you imagine how miserable that is? I've never had a kidney stone. I've had one and it sucks. It's bad. We were leaving Six Flags and I was like, ah, let me go in and uh, go a little number one. And as I was going to number one, that's what was happening. That noise was actually coming out down there. And that's a calcium buildup? Yeah. And I was taking calcium pills at the time for my for my dumb stomach, and the way and the reason is is because it's the the calcium the piece is floating in your bladder. Oh my god! And then when you empty your bladder, it hits the sidewall, and that's when the pain happens. Oh! And I could barely get out of Six Flags. I just grabbed the family and said, "We are leaving right now." Did you go to I, the hospital? Well, no, I thought it was Crohn's, obviously, but we went right down the street to the uh, uh, firehouse there down the street in Eureka there, and just walked in and I said, "I don't know what's going on," and they knew immediately. They're like, let's get in the back of an ambulance. He goes, watch this. Put an IV in my arm. And five minutes later, the pain was gone because it floated away from the wall wow. <clears throat> inside there. We, I still went to the hospital and had it done. But he was like, do you want to go in the back of the hospital or in the back of the ambulance? Yeah, I want an ambulance right I yeah. said, yes, please. And because he goes, you know what? Between you and I, if you just drive and walk in or if we bring you in in a gurney, you're going to get right in. Huh. So, so I got right in. But yeah, yeah kidney you stone. You got a bill dude. for how much though? Nine million dollars. Yes. Yeah. No, it was, it was my neighborhood. It's my neighborhood uh, uh, firehouse, so I didn't have to pay for it. The the actual ambulance ride. Oh, that's the thing. I think what? it's because it's part of your taxes. What? Or, I, I, never I never got a bill, so I never heard of that before. Yeah, I never got a Maybe bill. Maybe it's special down, in Eureka. It'll start going down to his neighborhood then. <laughs> my arms cut off. Get me to Eureka. Uh yeah, Doctor Wam is not. He's more than just than just vasectomies. Right. But he does the kidney stones too. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, he's more than vasectomies, as we found out with John Petrico. Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah, prostate cancer sure. too. Yeah. yeah. What what number are we? Uh, we're not. We're not on there. We're not in the top two hundred anymore. No. So we fall out of the top two hundred mm-hmm. since last night. Since last night. Yes. Well, I'm sure, like- guys. Let's make this the best show ever. Amen. Let's do it. You know what? If I'm just funny enough, maybe. <laughs> I'm going to say check back at 11.30 or noon. I bet we'll be way up there. No, I think we float in and out of there. Yeah. We'll float in and out of there. It's an honor. It is. Yeah. It's an honor. Next. We uh, talked about weird baby names yesterday. We got a couple of emails about that. One of them, uh, we're going to name our, our daughter Darby when she is born in June. Darby. Darby. Yeah. Uh, Darby Crash. What band was she in? Oh, no. That's the only other Darby I've ever that, heard of. That name sounds familiar. Is it the Germs? Uh, I don't know. You got it. Wow. He also committed suicide, though. Oh, he. I'm sorry, he. From intentional heroin overdose. Yes. Oh, boy. Oh, so that's that one. That's one email. And then the other one, this is from Jacob. Uh, let's see. Met you at uh, Foley Dental during mm-hmm. the blood drive. Uh, new baby names, Dart, Dartignan, D-A-R, so it's Dart, A-G-N-A-N, Dartignan, is what he's going to be calling his kid, his son. And they will call him Dart uh, for short. Spell that again. D-A-R-T-A-G-N-A-N. Is that a character for something? Not that I know. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. Uh, uh, Three Musketeers. Like one of the bad it's guys like, on it's Three like Musketeers. D apostrophe A R T A G N A N. Yeah, that's, well, that's the French spelling. I'm says. not telling you how to parent your kid or what to do. 
But do you think if you give your kid an odd name, you're setting themselves up for something in the future? Very possibly, yeah. Because, and I, and I there's been a lot of stuff about names this week. And it turns out your name says more about you than you might think. So researchers asked 500 people to rate around 400 popular male and female names from a period of about seven, uh, 70 years. And each person in this in this study was asked specific questions relating to the personality traits they associated with certain names or how they assumed a person with a specific name would be. And the results showed that gender stereotypes are, yeah, alive and well, mm-hmm. with people assuming women's names were associated with kinder but less capable people. So names fitting that description include Mia, Jesse, Kelly, Haley, Hannah, or Melody. Those rated highly competent but lower in warmth were mostly male names like Lawrence and Norman and Stewart. Names rated as both warm and competent included John, Mark, Sarah, Stephen, Grace, Daniel. While names perceived as both cold and incompetent included Tracy, Cheyenne, Aaron, Dominic, Larry, Crystal, Vicky, and Alvin. That Dominic, that's a good name. Whoever picked that, that's a great fellow. Also, names like Brittany and Brad were consistently perceived as younger than names like Betty or Bruce. Mm, yeah. So the lead study author says, if you give your child a fashionable name for the time, it might date them. The only way around it is to choose name that, that a name that never goes out of style, like, like David or Michael. Apparently, the name that that person is talking about naming their son, it's pronounced D'Artagnan. Oh, okay. D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan. Mm, somebody from the Three Musketeers. He also said uh, in the PS here that, I guess, in that list that you were talking about, you said Noctis. And we were like, where the hell does that name come from? It's a character from uh, Final, Final Fa- Fantasy. Yeah. Final Fantasy 15. Noctis. Noctis, yeah. Yeah, so the name you give your kid will affect them in the future. Mm-hmm. I was wondering Whether you like it or not. I just wanted to change my name, oddly enough, to Peter, believe it or not. Seriously? Is that, is that yeah. a real story? Yeah, he was, my, he was my favorite of the Brady Boys. And I just wanted to change my name to Peter. Of I all was, the names, I, I would was, guess I would guess Peter or Richard. Yeah. For you. Richard or Peter. <laughs> I, always, I, just, I always hated my first name. Next. Uh, this is from Jacob. Just a reminder, Tony, you don't matter. Okay. Have a good day. Perfect. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well, motivation for you. That's good stuff, man. I'll take that and I'll run with it. I appreciate the words of motivation this morning. You make yourself matter today. Yeah. And 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 let's not forget that up in the office after the show, I had to waver in a little bit. You Me? saw what I was trying to say. I might not have said it the best way, but you saw what I was trying to say. You Jeff, come on, man. I need you one time here. I don't have zero clue what you're talking about. Nah, remember, what the hell does that mean? It was it was you're old and you it forgot. It was Mac. It was Mac that tweeted out something, or or on top of another tweet that said, "Remember, you don't matter." I said, "That's a pretty defeatist attitude. Mm. Not a great way to think about life." And you said that's actually uh, motivational. I disagreed. That's pretty, that's pretty dark, a pretty dark way of thinking about things, but 
But you, I mean, again. Uh, well, explain yourself again. Ah, oh, man, I can't. I, I, right. I lost that train of thought. Go back and listen to Monday's podcast was, again. Right. And the the simplest way the simplest way to say it is, or the simplest way to get to get to the point is that it's basically, and I think Jeff, you actually were the one that said this. It's a form of saying be humble. Like if you wake up and you go, I am the most important person on this planet right now. Everything should revolve around me. It's remember you don't matter. So like I don't think, don't think I that, think that would be the context. I, I think that would be the case in certain contexts. Right. Okay. Not, and that's how I took it. Yeah, just a plain old tweet, just a generic tweet. It just doesn't. <laughs> it's too out of context. I get it. And, and, but context. that's how I took it. And then, of course, with the nothing matters, that was the, okay, now we're on the very far other side of the negative. But that's the way I took it. Maybe it's just because I'm a positive person. I don't know, Riz. Okay. <laughs> why are you opening up your eyes over there, Jeff? Because maybe I disagree with that statement. That's why. If you disagree that I'm a positive person, you need mm -hmm. to get your head checked. There's the negativity. Oh, there it is right There's there. There's the negativity. Told you. Yeah. All right. Negative Tony. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you better get out of here with that. <laughs> you just said your glass is half empty. I don't think I ever said the word glass today. You said it. That kind of bums me out that Jeff thinks that, though. That oh, really does. God, here we go. What do you mean, here we go? Here we go. It's Friday. Somebody's Mr. Positivity be thinks that I that I'm not. I don't live a positive lifestyle. I didn't say that. I said I'm a very positive person. And you right. open your eyes like totally I said I'm 110 pounds. <laughs> you didn't say you're 110 pounds, did you? You'll get there, but I'm butthurt. Somebody is. I don't think I'm butthurt. I think that's a legit thing to be somewhat upset about. I don't even know what we're, we're upset about. I know you didn't because you don't listen to what we said over here. You didn't listen to what we said over here. <laughs> True. And now, the Rizzuto Show, Douchebag of the Day. All right, uh, today's Douchebag of the Day. Let's uh, let's do this thing here. Now, this guy is about to be facing every charge even remotely possible against him, and all because he didn't want to pay like seven bucks for a pizza. Today's Douchebag of the Day is a 42-year-old guy named... Sean Wittenmeyer, who was drunk last Friday, and he went into a Domino's in Massachusetts, a Domino's pizza, but he got into an argument with the staff over Domino's, a Domino's pizza points system. They're rewards points, and when they asked him to leave, he knocked a bunch of pizzas out of the delivery driver's hand. <laughs> Cops came, and he started taunting them over a over a police sergeant who was killed in the line of duty last month. Oh, boy. Okay. And he told the officer arresting him that he wished he was, quote, a dead cop. Jesus. And by the way, that's a pretty good way to avoid getting any leniency. So he was arrested for disorderly conduct and for witness int intimidation for the dead cop stuff. And the cops are also trying to prove he drove his car which was in the Domino's parking lot since he was drunk and had a suspended license for failure to pay some child support. Jeez, oh. I see how he's earned the title. So yeah, so the delivery guy, the delivery driver's walking by, he knocks the pizza out of his hand, makes fun of a police officer who was killed in the line of duty, says the arresting officer should be a dead cop, got a suspended license and is drunk and doesn't pay his child support, so... Good guy. Worthy of douchebag of the day? Wow. Yes, I believe he is. All right, so what should we give this gentleman? 
maybe just call me crazy, but I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the book at him here. Okay. Um, we're gonna start with a little pump action. I think. I, listen, I think he deserves every bit of this. Yep. Douche. Boy, he's on the ground now. Oh, boy. Both legs are out. Both legs are out. <laughs> Riz, you might want to step back a little bit okay. and toss a grenade in there. All right. And I feel really bad, but the Domino's is already destroyed inside since we tossed the grenade in there. Let's should we call in the airstrike? Bunker Buster, baby. All right, we got him. All right, welcome back. Everybody okay? Yeah, Doing man. good? Taking off Monday? Yeah, I can't wait. Any uh, bar? Not you. Oh. <laughs> Still, not you. <laughs> Three of us in the room taking Monday off? Hell yeah. <laughs> Come on. Anybody going to uh, grill some meat? Yeah, yeah buddy. What's what are you going to do, Tones? On Saturday, I'd probably just What's do the... the uh, I'll probably do some chicken. A little bit of chicken, maybe do some uh, some some park steaks. Mm. I don't have any plan. I don't have like a set plan. I'm going to the store today after the show, and I'll be picking Buy up some meat. Picking up my meats. Doing uh, probably steaks and fish. All right. Oh yeah, but you've been doing the fish a lot lately. You got yes. the you got the plank. Yes. 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 The wood plank. Maybe some salmon. Well, salmon. Yep. Oh, that's good. Got it. You marinated first. Yes. See, I'll, I'll be barbecuing for a bunch of people, so I gotta I gotta be smart with what I get. Cause I got like I got one of our one of our buddies coming over. Mm-hmm. I got my folks coming over. My sister in law is coming over because we're packing up the house this oh, weekend. So, yeah. Oh, so. so everybody's helping you kind of and pack then that, up. And, and then that night, them. yep, I'm gonna do some gonna do some queuing. Oh, that's nice. Kind of a last hurrah almost. Yeah, yeah. Ish. More of a hey, thanks for helping. All right, let's do some news. Oh yeah, we're gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So two young kids were hurt in separate shootings in the area yesterday evening. The first shooting happened around seven at a house near the intersection of Lawnview and Berwyn Drives in Moline Acres. An eight-year-old was shot. Jeez. And by the way, here in the, ne- the the next part of the story, gave me the chills because one of the officers who responded said this little girl, eight-year-old who was shot, was in good spirits and recognized him as an officer she sees at her school. And the officer says she was being chatty before being rushed off the children's hospital. Just an innocent kid. The second shooting happened in North City about 15 minutes later. A six-year-old and a 29-year-old shot near Fairland Avenue and North Kings Highway. And anyone with info on either shooting is asked to contact Crime Stoppers. I think the first one, the uh, eight-year-old, I think that was a graze. Like, it was like, went through a house. Regardless. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm saying. Regardless. The other one, I think, was like, obviously, the six-year-old wasn't targeted, but I think the 29-year-old, yeah. it was. this was like a thing of violence. Regardless, graze or not. You know, an eight-year-old falls off their bike. It's the end of the world. Mm-hmm. They'd be crying for the next three hours. Uh, two hikers had to be rescued after they got stuck in Castlewood State Park around 7 yesterday evening. Two 18-year-olds were free climbing. Free climbing, they got stuck on a cliff about 75 feet off the ground. Couldn't go up, couldn't go down. Both were rescued by the high-angle rescue team. And the crazy thing about this is firefighters said they'd practiced for just such a scenario earlier that day. 
Nobody was hurt. My goodness, that happens out there probably once, twice a year. At that those that area ish, those cliffs. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're very inviting, very inviting, and it also make. And I'm certainly no expert because I just run and hike. I don't do the climbing, but it's, it's very inviting from people like I don't know how experienced those people are. Those eighteen-year-olds, but it's very inviting for people who aren't super experienced. And then you get up there and you're oh, like, "Oh, I can climb oh, this! Yeah, oh, yeah. crap!" You know, that's how high am I? Seventy-five feet off the ground. Yeah. Yikes! Oh. Yeah. At what point do you go? Uh, we're in trouble. Yeah. When you can't go up or you can't go down. All right. So more info on that eighteen-year-old who was now arrested. Because of the uh, Belleville High School closings. So 18-year-old Derek Burton. No relation to Jeff. No. Been charged with three counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. One count of unlawful use of a weapon. And one count of threat. And one count of a threat against a school or person. And he's the one who prompted Belleville East and West High Schools to close on Wednesday. And the story goes. We got a little, a little more info now. Derek's mom called the police around 1 that morning. Telling the cops that her son had made suicidal threats and had left home. She also said she also said her gun was missing. Now, cops then started looking for Derek and found out he'd made threats against students at Belleville East High School. They also found out that he confronted a bunch of people in the parking lot of a Circle K in Shiloh on Tuesday, pointed a gun at them and made threats. Whoa. Some wow. were Belleville East students. So he was found in Shiloh and arrested. And the missing gun was later found at his mom's house. On a Wednesday night, just before 1130, a guy was robbed in the parking lot off uh, 4th Street downtown. And the victim told police that he had to pay to park there. And when he pulled out his wallet, somebody clocked him, took the wallet, ran off. And this was right near the Broadway Oster Bar, 4th and Broadway. So I guess it was their parking lot. And this is why the owner said he's teaming up with other bars on Broadway and on 4th Street to start to start paying off-duty police officers fantastic for idea. extra patrols. And he said that all the local businesses are on board and they're working. Because, you know, there's a White Castle and a Taco Bell right there, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're working to get cooperation from their corporate offices to help out with the whole initiative. Yeah, not a great neighborhood. Off-duty officers patrolling on the weekends will make people and employees, not just the people going to the bars, employees of the bars feel safer. You remember a few years back, I used to DJ at a bar right there. And I did every single night that there was a Cardinals game, I would DJ there. And there were times where I would, I would be done at, at 12, 31 a.m. Was that the Hot Shots when it was The there? old Hot Shots, yep. Okay. 12, 31 a.m. when I would be wrapping things up and I'd be loading my equipment into my car and I'd go, I better hustle. Oh, yeah. I better hustle. Oh, yeah. Now, Broadway Oyster Bar says they do have lights and cameras in their parking lots, but they checked they didn't find any good images of the uh, the wallet robber. That sucks. Yeah. And this is great. Speaking of robberies. A person was on a cell phone Tuesday around 5.45 in the afternoon on the first floor of Whitaker Hall. That's on the Wash U campus. When a boy between the ages of 8 and 10 years old grabbed the phone and ran off. Wow. wow. 
Cops got a call later about the same kid trying to take another phone on the second floor of Whitaker Hall. But the owner managed to grab the phone back. And after that, the kid was seen heading, uh, heading east on Forest Park Parkway with three other boys that look like they're all in, in middle, middle school. I was, I was thinking he's a pretty smart child to be in college already. Yeah, yeah no, no. No. Hmm. no, these are middle schoolers. Robbing people. Nice. Unbelievable. God. Yeah. Boy, I bet you they'll be grounded if they're caught. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so grounded. Or their parents don't care. And parents don't care letting them run free to do whatever. Yep. And locally here, uh, finally, police in St. Peter's are looking for a pig of a woman wanted for putting a phone in a public bathroom stall. And that's the best way to describe her, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Nailed it. 100% accurate description. You see the picture, Jeff? Mm-mm. So yesterday, police released a surveillance picture of this woman. And the victim said that she noticed an iPhone with a black case under the restroom stall put there by this by this woman inside a business. And I don't know what business this was at. The story that we saw this morning didn't specify where this was in St. Peter's. But police think this uh, this woman was a recording, not just this woman, but other other women making toilet. Wow. <laughs> making toilet. Making toilet. That is uh, is the technical term. I had to say that because I just laughed after the story was told. <laughs> I sound like a really terrible person. Making toilet. But now, if you say it that way, it. Uh... Now she was seen. And just a damn sexy outfit. She was wearing a black jacket. Are these black sweatpants? They sure the hell wow. are. Mm. Black jacket, black sweatpants, and black Crocs. Nice. Mm. Yep. Mm. 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 And she got such a gut on her, it looks like she's she's leaning back, doesn't it? Trying to hold herself up. Yuck. Yeah, if you have if you have any info, please call the St. Peter's Police Department. She she's the woman that walks into a restaurant, sits down, orders, eats seventy nine percent of the meal, and then goes, "This was disgusting." Yeah, I'd like my money back. Yeah. And where's the bathroom? Uh, more of us will be taking uh, a trip this Memorial Day weekend, uh, according to uh, TripAdvisor's annual Memorial Day travel survey. Kind of touched upon this before, which found that travel will be up by 6% from last year. Nearly one-third of Americans will be traveling this holiday weekend, and that's up from 24% last year. Most of those people will be taken to the roads, with 74% of those who will be Traveling, doing it by car. And 90% saying the increase in gas prices will not affect their plans. And for those who are getting away for the holiday weekend, 26% going to the beach or ocean. 24% visiting a city. That's followed by 12% who are going to the mountains. 11% who are going to a lake. And 9% who are visiting a national park. 
There's a lot of people traveling this weekend. Yeah. I get you. I mean, you can't let the gas affect you. I mean, you can plan for it, but you can't go. I mean, you're going to use your car either way. Yeah. You know? Yesterday, President Trump sent a letter to Kim Jong-un informing him that their June 12th meeting in Singapore canceled. Oh. Now, in the letter, according to the New York Times, uh, the president expressed anger at recent comments a North Korean official made about Vice President Pence. The official called uh, Vice President Pence ignorant and stupid after he compared their government to that of uh, Libya's under Muammar Gaddafi. Now, in his letter, Trump communicated to Kim Jong-un, quote, Same, uh, someday I look very much forward to meeting you. And if Trump and Kim eventually meet, it'll be the first sit-down between the country's two leaders since the Korean War in the 1950s. North Korea said this morning, this morning, that they're still willing to engage in talks with the U.S., quote, anytime in any format. So all is not lost there. Hey, remember uh, Rachel Dolezal? Sure. The former NAACP leader in Washington State who made headlines when it was revealed that she was a white woman pretending to be black? Well, guys, she's back in the news. Charged with welfare fraud. And you know she legally changed her name? She legally changed her name back in 2016 to... And I don't know how you say this. Is it Necky Diallo? Necky Diallo. Necky Diallo. Which I don't, I don't know. About, I don't know about that particular name, but if she's trying to start over, when somebody hears Rachel Dolezal, you, you you automatically think that. So I don't. I don't blame her if she's wanting to get a new start. To but you're saying her name. like go go with like Linda Smith. You can go whatever you want. I'm just saying I don't blame her for changing her name. It's it's kind of a wacky name to change it to, but whatever. But she was charged this week with theft by welfare fraud, perjury, and false verification for public assistance. Now, she got $8,747 in food assistance and $100 in child care assistance from August 20, 2015 through November 2017. And that's according to court documents. An investigation began last year when a state investigator received info that she had written a book and it was found that she deposited nearly $84,000 into her bank account between August 2015 and September 2017 without reporting it to the Department of Social and Health Services. Oops. So she was not eligible for the welfare. By the way, uh, and now after you've just described this woman and what she has just done, I looked up her first name, and it's short for a very long version of it, but its meaning is what God has given. Oh, so yeah. it's not itchy. It's what God has given. It's Nechi, Nechi Diallo. I think that's it. Nechi. I think that's how I heard them pronounce it. A 47 year old woman from North Carolina was arrested last Saturday after forcing a cable repairman to let her perform a certain um, act on him. See what I'm saying? A cable repairman. So a cable guy. So a cable guy. Goes to this woman's house to work on her cable box. And while waiting for the box to reset, this guy's sitting on the couch. She comes over, grabs his hand, forcefully places places his hand on her on her boobs. The guy tried to resist, 
but she persisted and then performed uh, the the act on him. She then told the guy that she would turn the story on him if he reported the incident to the police. She said that she would tell cops that he was the aggressor. Nobody's going to believe him. But when the cable guy was able to get out of the house, he went right to the police. And now she's facing two felony counts of second-degree forcible sex offense and one misdemeanor count of sexual battery. What is this woman doing? What if the guy walks into the police department and he goes, I have to report the most awesome crime ever. You won't believe what just happened to me. I'm telling everybody. You'll never believe it, guys. Check out my Facebook page. I have live tweeted it. You'll never believe it, guys. What does she just think she can just, and nobody's going to say anything, I guess, right? Well, she got a crying mugshot, too, so. Oh, I, be- I bet she's done this multiple times. I guarantee it. You think so? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I bet, listen, if if she would do this to, let's just say, 10 guys. Oh, that's pretty I would, slutty. I would say seven would be like, we'll be, okay, all right, I'm out of here. Let's do it, yeah, <laughs> right. All right. Like you ain't got to be so violent. You're like, gonna uh, do this to me, and I don't get to tell anybody. Like Cindy's right. cables out again. <laughs> I got this one, guys. Her cables out, and so is mine. Hey! hey. All, right. All right. All right. Welcome back. Our phone number three one four nine six nine. Dude three one four nine six nine three eight three three. Cameras and chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z show. Friday fail stories coming up. Real or fake results. We will blow out the rest of our prizes. So there's a, an S&M swingers dungeon in Durham, England. That's a fighting with its neighbors to stay in business. And one of the knocks against the club is that it's generated a lot of calls to the police. And the cops just shared the best one they got. A couple of years ago, somebody called them in a panic to tell them a child had gone into the dungeon. Oh, boy. Again, an S&M swingers dungeon in England. So they rushed to the scene, but it turned out it was just a short adult woman. Oh. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> that is hysterical. And by the way, so far, none of the calls have led to an arrest. So since the club is operating within the law, they're allowed to stay open, but... The city council says they're, quote, closely monitoring it. Can you imagine if a cop walked into a swinger dungeon like that? Be like, hey, are you a cop? Or are you just in, you, are you just in like a costume? Or what do we got going on Carrying here? Carrying a boombox? Yeah. Hey, uh, what brand of <laughs> hey, handcuffs do you have? I got those too. Yeah, are the, cops on a, are the cuffs on his belt fuzzy? <laughs> and is he carrying a boombox? I, uh, I, did a a, uh, I did a host a Miss Fetish contest a billion years ago. And uh, and it was just you know this big crowd of people it was down on Washington Avenue and in the there was like a stage in the middle and you know ladies would come out and dressed in their costumes and they would do you know their routine and I was hosting it and I was trying to be a cool funny mm-hmm. guy standing next to this lady dressed up as a female police officer I said you next baby you ready to go it was an actual police officer oh, oh yeah oh you got to look for the breakaway pants that's our job. that's if, our if there's snaps up up the side of the pants those are breakaway those pants. are then they're not regulation for no. the. You know, even though that stupid, stupid Tide Pod challenge craze is over, some people are still doing it. Although, in this case, it wasn't exactly on purpose. A guy named Lee Graves went to a McDonald's in Jacksonville, Florida last Friday. He ordered a large Coke, 
And when one of the workers there gave him a smaller size, he said to her, quote, this was supposed to be large. And he says that made her so angry that she secretly slipped a Tide Pod into a soda. And he took a couple of big sips. He noticed it tasted like bleach. Then opened it up and saw a blue blob floating in the soda. Wow. He dumped it out an hour later, and he found the Tide Pod at the bottom of his cup. Um, wait and a I, minute. I know. Red I flag. Know. Red flag. I know. Wait a minute. Well, here he is, Mr. Graves, in his own words. The girl hands me a small Coke, and as I'm talking on the phone, I, I politely whisper. The girl hands me a small Coke. <laughs> and now, hey, this happened right around 5 o'clock when I was at a store. I couldn't believe my own eyes when I noticed that there was nothing blue at the bottom of a cup. Here's Rocco with sports. <laughs> there he is. Pay attention. The girl hands me a small Coke, and as I'm talking on the phone, I, I politely whisper to her, ma'am, I'd, I'd ordered a large. This was supposed to be a large Coke. I don't believe him. Uh-uh. Here's the I mean, you know, I've, seven seconds. Into, I don't buy it. <laughs> I've never worked in a McDonald's, but would they have Tide Pods there? I mean, she I, mean could, I guess uh, she could. she could have something. You could have one in your pocket. I mean, <laughs> yeah, just can you imagine this? Go to McDonald's. I'm going to put a Tide Pod Everybody in my pocket. Laundry. Can you imagine this guy at a bar? And he's like. Hey, Bill, I've got a great story for you about an experience I had at a McDonald's. Did they put a Tide Pod in my cup more when I get back from the bathroom? Excuse me. <laughs> I believe I ordered a large. He needs There's to be a announced. small. He's an announcer at a game show. That's what he is. Hey, Billy, uh, you want to go outside and throw a frisbee around? I'd love to go outside because it's partly cloudy. Highs are going to be around 80 today. Slight breeze coming from east to west. It's going to be Ma'am, nice I'd, I'd ordered a large. This was supposed to be a large Coke. Well, she mumbled something, and I could not understand what she said. She shut the window. As I'm leaving the parking lot, the Coke just starts to explode everywhere. I mean, it erupted like a darn volcano that's a science experiment that a kid would do. Yeah. And I'm on the phone, didn't know what the heck happened. My initial response was, it's spewing all over my brand new truck. I don't want Coke all over myself in my truck. So I grab it, and I take a couple of gulps to try to stop it from foaming well oh, you probably did the you know like when it foams over yeah it's exploding all over my truck let me go ahead and put this in my mouth <laughs> my initial impression was is man that tasted like chlorine so the doctor at shans called mcdonald's personally mcdonald's told him there's two blue substances in the restaurant there is blue latex gloves and they said that they use a blue bleach pod to wash their towels and so that's what we are assuming that it was was a blue bleach pod listen i'm sorry if this really happened and we're tearing this guy apart but come on man they said it was a blue bleach blood <laughs> And that is what the hospital treated me for was bleach and chlorine poisoning. All right. I mean, that's pretty serious. That is. I mean, he said he was feeling so sick and went to the hospital. We was treated for bleach and chlorine poisoning. Or as he put it, quote, the girl at the McDonald's tried to murder me for telling her this was supposed to be a large Coke. McDonald's says they're investigating. And the Florida Division of Hotels and Restaurants also looking into it. Of course, there's a chance it's all a hoax. All McDonald's, listen, all McDonald's has to do is go, we didn't do it, the he did. Hey, did you hear him say it? Blue, blue, blood. <laughs> I did hear him say that there was a blue, blue, blood, but it's out of his drink. And uh, finally, you're not wrong, by the way. People are really rude and ungrateful. Not you, of course. Everyone else. Because according to a new study, people barely ever say thank you when someone helps them out. And the researchers found people didn't say thanks in six out of seven cases. 
So if you do seven nice things for people today, you'll get one thank you. There is one catch, though. The study focused on people thanking their friends and family members. The researchers think we're actually more likely to be grateful when strangers help hmm. us out. Thanks for reading that story, Riz. You got it, man. You're welcome. And that's noted. <laughs> and that is your news brought to you by Potbelly. Feed your smile with four area locations. Before we get to sports here, how do you define power? How would you define power? When it comes to athletes, how would you define power? Depends. I mean, if you're talking about hitting a home run, you got to have power there. But are you talking about power as in, I'm Derek Jeter, and if I say, go and drink Sprite, yes. I have that power yes. for so everybody to go and drink Sprite. influence on others. Influence. Like a call to action to make people move. Because uh, when it comes to athletes, ESPN used a formula weighted towards endorsement earnings and internet searches and social media following and came up with their annual ranking of the world's 100 most powerful athletes. Did I make the list again? You did not. Hmm. Well, let's see how you do here. Can you name Can you name any of the top 10? I would have to say just going off of who you see on TV. And I'll, I'll tell you. I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. There are no football players in the top 10. Okay. Are there retired I'm athletes on I'm writing it down. Uh, no, these are all current. Oh, current. Current athletes. I was going to say Shaquille. Okay. In the world. In the world. In the world. Go ahead. I wrote down Messi. Messi's number three. I wrote down Ronaldo. Ronaldo is number one. How about I, that? I wrote and down, these are soccer players. I wrote down LeBron. LeBron's number two. And that's where I stopped writing down. Beckham? Beckham is not a current player. Oh, yeah. There um, are... Curry. There's one. Do you say uh, Steph, Stephon Steph Curry? Curry? Number nine. What about um, um, Sidney Crosby? Sidney Crosby. I'm I, sure he's on this list, but probably I did down not there. see any no hockey, hockey players, players on this list in the top 100. All right, I got to think. Bartolo Colon? How about uh, Danica Patrick? Nope. No. She's retired. What about uh, what about baseball? There are no hockey players in the top 100. I'm Whoa. trying to think. I'm trying to think baseball here. What about the um, top baseball player is okay? Is not is the top baseball player Trout or Harper? I guess Kevin Durant. And I'm trying to see what the top baseball player is. The top baseball player. I mean, I'm still down going down this list. Ah, I know one. Top baseball player. Where the hell is a top baseball player? That's crazy. Yeah, there isn't any super rock star. I go ahead. Tiger player. Woods. Tiger Woods is number six. Roy McIlroy. There is a higher Roy McIlroy uh, for golf is number fifteen. Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson is number ten. Nadal. Ooh, that's Nadal a good one. is number eight. Federer. Federer is number five. Billie Jean King not playing. So, so how many more do we have? You have number four. If you give us a sport, will we give it away? You have number four, number seven. I said, I said Kevin Durant. Did you get that? Number seven. Russell Westbrook. Soccer. Soccer. Messi, Ronaldo, Naima. 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 Naima five. Again, these are the most influential and powerful athletes in the world. So you got Ronaldo, LeBron James, Messi, Neymar. Roger Federer, Tiger Woods, Kevin Durant, Rafael Nadal, 
Stefan Curry, Phil Nicholson, Phil Mickelson, uh, Djokovic, uh, number 13, uh, back, yeah. Serena Williams. Oh, damn. Number 12. Number 11 is a cricket player. Yeah, you're right. Floyd Mayweather. Oh, yeah. He's number 14. What about the Canadian curlers? Are they... What about McGregor? McGregor's number 18. Maria Sharapova, number 21. James Harden, number 24. Do they consider... Kyrie Irving, number 27. They consider professional wrestlers on there or no? No. Dwayne, Ray, uh, Dwayne Wade, number 31. Sean White, the snowboarder. Oh, damn. 32. Wow. Russell Westbrook, the basketball player, number 34. Derrick Rose, basketball, number 36. First football player is number 38 on the list. I thought Court- you said there was no one in the top 100. No, I said not, not in the top 10. Oh, uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's number 38. Carmelo Anthony, number 43. Still no baseball players. Drew Brees, number 47. Venus Williams, number 48. So Venus Williams is higher on the list than any baseball player. Mm-hmm. That's wow. weird. Chris Paul, number 52. I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that this list is the world. And sure. baseball is not popular. Yeah. Not really Remember, popular. When it comes to athletes, ESPN used a formula weighted towards endorsement earnings, internet searches, and social media following. Odell Beckham Jr., number 53. Cam Newton, 54. Andy Murray, tennis player, 56. Aaron Rodgers, number 59. Again, still no uh, still no baseball players, no hockey players. Manny Pacquiao, number 63. Blake Griffin, 64. Caroline Wozniacki, tennis, number 66. J.J. Watt, number 72. It's amazing that there's no baseball players. Yeah, that is. Russell Wilson, number 81. Oh, Vladimir Klitschko, the boxer, number 74. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Did I miss one? Ricky Fowler's on here in 87. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, 92. Lindsey Vaughn, the skier, number 95. Wow. Michelle Wee, the women's golfer, number 97. Yeah, she has been around forever, too. That's it. I mean, there are a lot of cricket players on here. That I've never heard of. A lot of like Indian. There's even a table tennis player on here. You said there's no baseball players on there? I can't find but one. But who would? I guess Bryce Harper would probably be the guy. Yeah, or Mike Trout. Los yeah, Angeles. I would, I, would think, I would think Harper. And Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge, yeah. Yeah. But worldwide, I mean, think about it. There was a Formula One driver on there. Mm. Lewis Hamilton. But think about worldwide how how baseball and hockey don't really register. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. A lot of soccer. I mean, mostly soccer. A lot of soccer. Yeah. A lot of soccer players on there. All right, here's sports. The Rizzuto Show. Sports. Uh, don't screw this up, Fatty. Sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. 11 area locations, all the games, all the time. Cardinals and Pirates are up in Pittsburgh to start their weekend series. John Gant gets to start for the Cardinals. First pitch, 6.05. South Carolina coach Dawn Staley. She has reached a $50,000 settlement in her lawsuit against Mizzou Athletic Director Jim Sterk. Mizzou is paying the $50,000, one half going to Intersoul, a nonprofit foundation uh, co-founded by Staley. The other would go to her attorneys. I don't know if you remember this, but a while back when the um, uh, South Carolina and Mizzou women's basketball teams were playing, 
Sterk came out and said that some of the players and some of the staff called some of the Mizzou Tigers the N-word and said that they were dirty. And she came out and said, this never happened. None of my players said this. Nobody said this. They did an investigation and found that nobody did say that. So this is why he had to pay. And the reason Mizzou had to pay is because when he was doing the interview, he was acting on behalf of the school. So that's why Mm. Mizzou had to pay. NBA playoffs, the conference finals yesterday. Houston Rockets beat the Warriors 98-94. The Rockets lead that series three games to two. Tonight, uh, the Celtics can eliminate the Cavs in Boston, or in Cleveland. I'm sorry. They're currently up three games to two. Tip-off schedule for 730. Uh, The NFL did not take a former roll call vote when it passed its new national anthem resolution that will take effect this season. And a league spokesman has confirmed this. So instead of having owners actually put down a vote, the league called for a show of hands and then took a majority rule and went, mm, yep, okay. Isn't that a-, a vote? Any nays and nobody raised their hand. Now, what some owners are saying. Isn't that, a vo- isn't that voting if I what, say, hey. It just seems like less formal, what, but what, a vote. What some owners are saying is that, and, and one anonymous owner hit up ESPN and said, the reason I feel like this is not the true vote, like this is not how this should have panned out, is because some owners felt like they had to raise their hands because everybody was raising their hands. Instead of instead of voting, these are millionaires and billionaires. So owners. they still they still Riz, come on, man, you gotta you gotta realize that they're still influenced and they still want to save face in front of somebody. Now, Mark Davis of the Raiders did not raise his hand, and he said he didn't necessarily not raise his hand because he didn't want to go along with the vote, but he said that he wanted to talk to his players first and then put in a vote, not just, what do you guys think? Raise your hand. Yay? Okay. It's an effect. So, I mean, who, who knows if, if any of this is going to be an anonymous anything. person saying this? No, that was Mark Davis from the Raiders. No, no, but anonymous person. A saying. league spokesperson said that that's how the vote was taken. Oh. Uh, Richie Incognito placed on that involuntary psychiatric hold Wednesday after cops uh, responded to a 911 call from a gym. Uh, Basically, we have a little bit more info on this. Uh, Incognito was acting jumpy and paranoid and claimed that he was running NSA Level 3 documents through his phone. When cops arrived... Is there anything he can't do? I don't know. When cops showed up, they met with... He's part of NSA too, huh? They met with the guy that called the cops who said that Incognito threw a tennis ball at him, yelled at him, told him to get off his effing playground, and then threw a dumbbell into a pool. According to cops, when they showed up, Incognito was screaming that the government officials were tracking him and recording his every conversation. So, looks like he's not okay. Too many blows to the head. Brazilian football legend Ronaldinho. I think I'm saying that right, right? Ronaldinho. He has denied the reports that he will be marrying two women at the same time in August. Yeah, I saw this. I saw the story yesterday. He said it is the biggest lie. Two chicks at the same time. Now, listen, polygamy is... Nice-looking women, too. Polygamy is outlawed in Brazil. However, civil unions between more than two people is not uncommon. And Ronaldinho, this girl named Priscilla, Priscilla, and this girl named Beatriz, is that how you say it? Okay. They have already been living together enough to have common law in Brazil, have it be a common law marriage. So, Riz, you seen a picture of these chicks? Yeah. Good for you, Ronaldinho. Yeah, that's what I said. Well, when you're Ronaldinho, I mean, that's the kind of caliber woman you get. The parents of both of the women Look and Ronaldinho's sister say, we do not support this. <laughs> So <laughs> this is happening, huh? It's happening. <laughs> See, it's this is what you do it. If you're going to save yourself from marriage, King Scott, 
You marry like 10 women It also And then get caught up right away. Let us note that Ronaldinho is one of the ugliest people on the planet, but yet he's a soccer star who made a good jillion dollars. Finally, the Coca-Cola 600 goes down this weekend in Charlotte. Race time is Sunday at 5 p.m. Race is canceled, apparently. <laughs> race is Sunday at 5 p.m. You can watch the race on Fox. Ah. Yeah, you ruined it. You got to withdraw. Over. Withdraw from the race. Put the key on. Damn it. Oh, we got it. We're back in action. Woo, woo. Green light. Green, oh, it, it's, it's over. over. I'm Patrico. That's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. There is Udo Show. Headline Who's. Brought to you by the law offices of one. Uh, I'm sorry. Brought to you by Moritz Royce Jewelry. Check them out online at ninjabling.com. Last time I checked, Moritz Royce, not a law office. Is there anything John Royce can't do? <laughs> not a law office, guys. Uh, let's go to. Let's go to Clearwater, Florida, guys. Hey. Where our last Wednesday, 31 year old woman named Christy. <laughs> this name. Christy Misty Mud. <laughs> and that's for real. Look that up. That's Christy with a K, of course. Christy Misty Mud. She was uh, drunk and wanted to cuddle with her 24-year-old boyfriend, Jared Thompson. But he said he didn't want to. It was too hot. And for reference, it was 88 at the time, so he wasn't wrong. But Christy Misty Mud wasn't having that. She shoved him, scratched him on the face, and started trashing his house. And by the time the cops got there, she had totally destroyed the living room. And she was arrested for domestic battery. There she is, America's sweetheart. She She's one of the chicks where you have to say her full name. Yeah, Christy Misty Mud. You can't ever go like, hey, we're going to Christy's house. You got to go, hey, you know where we're going tonight, right? Where Christy Misty Mud's. Ah, oh, <laughs> damn it. From Clearwater, Florida, Christy. Misty, Mud, you are today's headline hooch. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right. Welcome back, suckers. Right. <laughs> Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real profile cheese. Uh, apparently, Morgan Freeman is uh, pretty damn creepy, everybody. I don't know if this is a surprise to anybody or if people knew about this coming, but a reporter at CNN investigated Freeman after he allegedly made some inappropriate comments to her. And she found eight women claiming uh, to be victims, many more who claim to have seen the creepiness firsthand as well. Uh, CNN says Freeman has a history of making lewd comments about women's appearances and of unwanted touching as well. Now, when, when there was a huge groundswell of people being accused of harassment and, and uncouth behavior. We had the whole, all right, who's next discussion. And you said, Patrico said, man, if Morgan Freeman's on this list, yeah, it it's going to devastate me. I think you asked the question, who on this list, like who, who, what is a name that could come out that would really disappoint you that they were on this list? And Morgan Freeman was one of the names I said, to which you replied. Well, there was something in the past. He got into a weird car accident couple years ago, I think it was in Tennessee, where he rolled his car off into the woods, yeah. and there was a mystery woman in the car with him, not his wife. Right. And fast forward to today, he's single. Hmm. Who would have thought? And they kind of swept the story under the rug. Like, you never really heard much about it. 
after. It was, it was some weird circumstance. Yeah, true story. Yeah, it wasn't a whole lot to do about it. No, and he kind of, hmm, Morgan Freeman, okay. Yeah. Got my eye on you. So apparently he's got a history of uh, unwanted touching and like sol- shoulder massages and uh, putting your, uh, a hand on a woman's lower back inappropriately, you know, things like that. And people claim it happens at his production company, on movie sets, and even uh, with entertainment reporters. You know, like a, like, a, like a Kevin Steincross from Channel 2 will go out to Hollywood and do the interview, you know, the junk mm-hmm. at that sort of thing, in those sorts of settings. And CNN has a video, and I, I grabbed some of the audio of Morgan Freeman being really super creepy to a woman. I, and I guess this is kind of the cameras rolling before they actually started the recording. Listen to how creepy this so is. So cameras are rolling, but before they did the interview. I guess so. Hi, how are you? I'm better now. Ah, uh, thanks. I don't have any magic tricks. I kind of feel like I yes, you showed do. up for dinner without anything. I wouldn't worry about that. <laughs> you got magic written all over you, child. Oh, uh, thank you. That's good, 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 good medicine for a single girl. <clears throat> what a great song in the background, by the way. That is, what is that? That is a great song. On the wings of love. Find out who sings that. I thought you'd actually put that in. No. <laughs> I'm single too. Are you? Yes. Yeah. Are you enjoying Bachelor? I'm enjoying Bachelor life immensely. Because I, I, I get to look at you and drool. I get to look at you and drool. Does that seem that bad? Just hitting on the chick. That's uh, that's Jeffrey Osborne, by the way. You know, it's one thing to be like that, but the but the touching part is the touching the, part. And apparently, it's just there. There's a lot of it going on. The reporter says she that he made her uncomfortable once, but it wasn't the time in the video we were just talking about. In fact, I mean, it just sounds like a a, cre- a creepy old guy hitting on a chick, hitting on a younger chick. Is, okay. that, is that not what that sounds like? That right there, but it does get a little more aggressive. Uh, during the filming of Going in Style a few years ago, a production assistant says that he kept asking her if she was wearing underwear and trying to lift her skirt. So now we're over the line. She says it was so bad that uh, one of his co-stars at Alan Arkin told him to stop. And Morgan said, quote, uh, or I'm sorry, and then Morgan got, uh, quote, freaked out and didn't know what to say. Some women said they even dressed less, like dressed down uh, when they knew they were going to see Morgan Freeman. Wow. So he wouldn't leer, you know, leer at them. So blah, when blah, you blah. have that reputation and women are dressing a certain way because they know they're going to be around you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah, there was a story where uh, one nice. interviewer, I, I don't know if it was a CNN lady or somebody else, but she was like six months pregnant and Morgan Freeman looked at her, you know, looked her up and down and said something like, I wish I was there. Where, in her womb? I, I, I'm assuming so. Oh, boy. I to a know. pregnant chick, huh? Yeah. And he says, quote, Ooh. anyone who knows me or has worked with me knows I am not someone who would intentionally offend or knowingly make anyone feel uneasy. I apologize to anyone who felt uncomfortable or disrespected. That was never my intent. Now, already fallout over this. Actors Union, SAG, and AFTRA might take back that Lifetime Achievement Award it gave him just earlier this year. And he's lost already his uh, voiceover work with Visa. They're suspending all marketing uses of his voice. And, oh, it uh, will no longer be um, his voice telling the commuters on uh, Vancouver's public transit when and where they're going. Yeah, he just got that job, too. Yeah. Like, that was this way. Now, On the Wings of Love, what a great tune. Were you familiar with that song? Oh, I know it, yeah. Oh, you don't know that song? That's the first time I ever heard it. On the Wings of Love, up in the something, something. Little Jeffrey Osborne coming at you. 
Scott, you know this song? I do not. You're gonna. Right now. Oh, yeah. Just smile for me and let the day begin. This is majorly like dance songs and sock hops and things like this back in the day. This is uh, 1982. Yeah. At the roller rink back when I was in eighth grade. This is probably on the radio while my mom was driving around. Yeah. I want to do an emotional roller skate dance to this. You could. Done and done. Holy he breaks it down on the wings of love. That's the way this show makes me feel like I'm on the wings of love. Uh, ABC has wow. canceled the Chew talk show while uh, expanding Good Morning America a bit from two hours to three hours. Ratings for the Chew. Uh, which ran for seven seasons, been going down ever since uh, the chef there, Mario Batali, was fired because yeah, of feel, his sexual I, misconduct I scandal. Because, I feel bad because of his indiscretions. That show suffered, I think. They lost a lot of female viewers after he got busted. Yeah. And the thing, you know, I, you don't feel bad for him, but you feel bad for everybody but else you, who loses their the collateral damage. Yeah. For the other hosts. Yeah. So they're going to expand uh, Good Morning America from two to uh, three hours to make up for that time. Uh, another scandal that we have to talk about that we talked about yesterday, this this whole Jeffrey Tambor thing and during that interview uh, where with the cast from Arrested Development, where obviously the subject of uh, Tambor being kind of a jerk on set, especially with Jessica Walter, came up and uh, she talked about it. She relayed how it made her feel. If you, I don't know if you want to... Give everybody a little refresher on her or not. Oh, yeah. Okay. I just realized in this conversation that I have to let go of the being angry at him. He never crossed the line on our show with any, you know, sexual whatever. Verbally, yes, he harassed me, but I he did apologize. I have to let it go, and I I have to give you a chance to, to you know, for us to be friends again. Absolutely. But it, it's, it's him, hard because, saying, honestly... Jason says this happens all the time. In like almost 60 years of working, I've never had anybody yell at me like that on a set. And it's hard to, to deal with it. But I'm, I'm over it now. I just let it go right Wow, here. I mean, that, that's upsetting, dude. Yeah, and, and, the, and the follow-up story here is Jason Bateman basically was just kind of not brushing it under the carpet. He was just basically saying, hey, it happens every once in a while and we got to deal with it. Well, he's come out and apologized. So is Tony Hale, so is David Cross because they were there and they didn't say anything and they apologized to Jessica and now they're apologizing in public. So uh, Harvey Weinstein has now been charged in New York. He has turned himself in. He's been charged with rape and several other counts of sexual abuse involving two separate women. Are you seeing the videos? Of him walking in? Walking into the jail or walking into the police station and leaving the police station in cuffs as he's going to court. He's got that, yeah, I just got arrested and I'm in cuffs, smile on his face, too. And did you see the the footage of him actually stepping into the courthouse? Yeah. The first, it was almost like he paused before that last step into the door, like, ah, this is my last step as a free man. So what are his charges? Uh, let's see. Was arrested, uh, processed, and charged with rape, criminal sex act, sex abuse, and sexual misconduct for incidents involving two separate women. And the reason why we talked yesterday, the reason why this became a federal case is he arranged for 
uh, transportation from one state to the other uh, for the sole purpose of, you know, the sexual misconduct. So that's why it turns into a federal. I'm reading about a lot of women saying they'd never thought they'd see the day of him being in cuffs. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty pretty startling, and it's a for most people, it is a you know a very 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 long time coming. Um, I mean, he was the the most powerful man in Hollywood, in cuffs. Yeah, and his company, and he filed for bankruptcy, and and everything is just in his world. If he is, you know, if this is truly what's happened, it, it's very well deserved, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Rebecca Corey is one of five women who accused Louis C.K. of sexual misconduct behavior that he himself has acknowledged yet. After speaking out, she says her life and pretty much her career has suffered big time. Quote, speaking out, since speaking out, I've experienced vicious and swift backlash from women and men in and out of the comedy community. She says she's even uh, received death threats, been berated, judged, ridiculed, dismissed, shamed, and attacked. All while Louis C.K. has just basically said, yeah, I did this, but he never really, he's never apologized. So her career is suffering, and I'm sure his is as well, but he's admitted it, but never apologized. You guys know who the actor Dean Norris is? Oh, Hank from uh, Breaking, uh, Bad. Breaking Bad. Yeah, did you see what he tweeted? No. It's it, As of Showtime, it was still up there. So if you look at his Twitter, he just tweeted sex gifts or gifs. What? And it's still up there, at least as of Showtime. And everybody is thinking he meant to search that as opposed to post that. <laughs> That's great. Let me see. Is, is it on there still? Oh, yeah. And, and as of last I looked, it was the last thing that he even posted. Oh, does he I even hope? know? <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know how active he is, but people are giving him all kinds of trouble about it. I mean, hey, not see. like we don't all look for it, but... Ah, we all make mistakes. Yeah. Kanye West is producing Pusha T's new album. It's called Daytona. And uh, here's the reason why I bring this up. Do you guys remember that iconic picture of Whitney Houston's bathroom, the sink that was just wrought with drugs? Do you remember that picture? Was it, it when she, like the death yes. scene? Yeah, yeah, where there was just drugs everywhere, all over her bathroom. Do you and, remember and, that and picture? The, like, the, the picture of her, her bathroom where she was found dead in? Uh, I would imagine so. It doesn't have it's not it's not her, but it's just like all the drug paraphernalia all over the bathroom. That was in the bathroom with where she died. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So you know the picture I'm I, talking. I don't about. know. I don't know. Oh, if you look it up, you'll you'll remember seeing it. Well, it was on the cover of National Enquirer. At least it was in the National Enquirer in 06. and it was purchased. That picture was purchased. Oh, for- if it was 06, then she wasn't dead then. Huh. So, okay, so it was before she died. It was just, yeah. hey, look, here's all the drugs that she does. Well, either way, it was purchased for $85,000 by Kanye West, who is producing Pusha T's new album, and that is going to be the cover art for the new record. Are you talking about this? That's the one, yeah. Whoa. No, you know what? No, that isn't the one. It's it's from further out, and I don't think there's any, any uh, beer cans involved. But there's drug paraphernalia all over it. And uh, he says the energy of the album is a bit chaotic, but it's all over the place. Looking at that cover, I'm sure whoever frequents that bathroom or area uh, knew whatever they wanted to find and where it was as far as the drugs are concerned. So he bought that picture for $85,000 and uh, using it for cover art. A four, Finally, a 14-year-old girl who loves Weezer discovered the classic song Africa from Toto. Are you familiar with the song, Riz? Oh, my God. This is... You want to talk about a classic tune? Yeah. Toto's Africa? Mm-hmm. This is the jam. Gotta take a lot to take me away from you. There's nothing that a hundred men or more could ever do. 
So this girl's 14 years I old. The rains down in Africa. She discovers the song after watching uh, Stranger Things. So she decides that her favorite band, Weezer, needs to record this song. They need to do a cover of the song. She even got a uh, Twitter account called Weezer Africa to help spread the word. Weezer found out about it, you guys. And this is so cool, they decided to do a cover of Toto's Rosanna. Something was lost in translation there. I mean, ah, we like Toto, but we'll just do Rosanna yeah. instead, which is another good tune. Yeah. I didn't know you were looking for more than I could ever be. Not quite a year since she went away. Rosanna, yeah. Now she's gone. If you want to hear the whole thing, it's up on the blog. It's awesome. That's good. Mm-hmm. What's the other song? Hold the line. Oh, get out of here with that! You play that song right now. I'm taking my shirt. You find it. Give me a little hook. He's taking his shirt off. He said you take his shirt off. You play. <laughs> Toto's got some some good tunes. Yeah, they do. Uh, in theaters this weekend, the big one is Solo, a Star Wars story. Critics seventy percent, audience sixty one percent. This is, and I hate to say it. The Star Wars movie I'm I'm looking forward to the least seeing. Or least I'm sorry, least looking forward to seeing. Right. But you're going I will, to see I it. I will see it. But, but it's not an opening weekend, I'm get not, a sitter, get I don't tickets. I don't feel the excitement. What's it about? It's about Han Solo. No, I know, but I mean is it like his his origins? It's probably is about it? two and a half hours. Hey. 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 Oh, we got we got Toto. <laughs> We got Toto here. You bring the heat here. It's not in the way you look or the things that you say that you do. Love isn't always on time. No, no, no. For the line. Damn, Toto. Love isn't always on time. Damn you, Toto. Damn you, Toto, with your hits. Toto, you sons of bitches. Your crappy birthdays this weekend. Uh, Dimitri Martin, the comedian, 45. Jamie Kennedy, 48. Uh, Kevin Kevin Heffernan. Kevin Heffernan. He was here. Super Troopers. Farva. Yep, he is 50. Uh, Mike Myers, 55. Lauren Hill, 43. Matt Stone from South Park, 47. Lenny Kravitz, 54. Stevie Nicks is 70. Andre, 3000, is 43. And today's Burton, birthday of the day. He's Gandalf in the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings movies. And he's the older Magneto in all of the X-Men movies. He's the best. Sir Ian McKellen is 79 years old. Today's porno birthday, which is being brought to my Patricia's where fun and fantasy meet, is Carla Cox. And today's birthday girl's been torn up more than wrapping paper at a toddler's birthday party in 239 fine films, including Ass Traffic, Volume 5. Oh. She's in a movie called I Am Effing Art, Threesome Mania, Whorehouse, and who could forget her unforgettable role in, yep, I Love My Gynecologist. Carla uh, Carla Cox is 34 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crappy birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities.
so they thought. But that perfect planet went sideways. And from a perfect planet became an Uber. An ultra. Dare I say it, mega. Here we go. Failed. Oh, man, that was great. That would be a lead single, right? Guess what? Don't need the singer to do that. Yep. <laughs> that was brought. Sponsored by? Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of The Riz Show. John Royce would be proud of that. Yeah. Friday Fail Stories, we start with this. Early yesterday morning, a groundskeeper in Springfield Township, Ohio, was attempting to kill weeds with a torch. <laughs> Everything went well. Move on to next story. He accidentally set his garage on fire. <laughs> Firefighter showed up, but the whole thing declared a total loss. Failed. Weeds are gone. I was gonna. I was just gonna say the good news is <laughs> it worked. Technically, not a fail story because he wanted to get rid of the weeds. So successful. Speaking of fires, uh, the thing about teenagers is that they're not always very patient. But this kid right here was criminally impatient. An 18-year-old high school senior near Pittsburgh named Patrick Gillis recently became a junior firefighter, which is basically a firefighter in training. But he was sick of not seeing any action. So this past Monday, he went to a two-story duplex where he used to live. No, he didn't. Set it on fire. Okay. Wow. Nobody was home, so nobody got hurt, but he destroyed the building and caused about $150,000 in damage. Someone happened to see him walking around outside before the fire started. Then they realized one of the firefighters who showed up was the same guy. So that's how he got caught. And he eventually admitted he did it because he wanted to put a fire out. <laughs> and now he's facing charges for arson, causing a catastrophe, and intentionally destroying an unoccupied structure, which are all felonies. Failed. Oops. What's next? People are people are nuts about good parking spots. To avoid a one minute walk, they'll drive around for five minutes looking for somebody for something closer. But it backfired on this lady big time. So you got a 33 year old chick named Kelly. She was uh, visiting somebody at a jail near Fort Pierce, Florida, this month, and there was a perfectly good parking spot in the visitors' lot, but she wanted to get closer, so she kept looking. Then threw it and reversed it back up and slammed into a cop car. Okay. Wow. She admitted she was just, quote, lazy and wanted to park closer. Then the cop ended up running her information and found out she was driving on a suspended license. And he also searched a purse and found pot and a pipe. Great. And a girl. Fail. <laughs> Dude, I cannot tell you how mad I made somebody earlier this week. I Doing mean, what? So... The parking lot, I went to a lovely dinner on Wednesday. It was very fancy, very nice at the Texas Roadhouse. Okay. Is that the place where you throw the crap on the floor? That is. They have the, the bucket of peanuts on the <laughs> table. You just any, right on the any floor. Any place you could throw stuff on the floor. Super nice. Anyway, so it was packed. It was like 530, so mm -hmm. it was jam-packed. There was not a parking spot in the lot. Okay. L legit. Like, people were parking in the Home Depot parking lot. I saw a car leaving, so I backed into... One of the like curbside to go spots, and I put my blinker on, like, hey, I'm waiting, getting in there. Waiting. 
this car came barrel assing through the parking lot at 60. I mean, when they made the left turn, their tires screeched. Wow. The car backed out, pulled away, and I went from my spot that I was backed into right in the spot. As I was getting out of my car, while holding my son, this guy mother effed me Did with his really? window down, pointing, mother effing, really? going crazy. Oh, my God. Wow, over a parking spot. Oh, dude, Damn. I'm telling you, Riz, like, it was to the point where... You know I'm I'm not going to really say anything. I'm, Did you say, I guess we're when, doing this? When he pulls away, I'm going to say something. It was to the point where I almost said something back to him. Wow. He was screaming at me. All because he didn't want to park 100 feet across mm. into the Home Depot parking lot. It's clearly your spot if you were waiting for it. Uh, I was definitely waiting for yeah, it. Yeah, you throw the blinker on. That's ownership, that's ownership. right there. I might as well have that's signed ownership. the lease. Damn. Uh, this guy here seems like a winner. Uh, last month, a 38-year-old guy named Larry Price. He's from Bluesfield, Virginia. He disappeared. And his wife reported him missing. And there was a massive manhunt for him. Eventually, somebody spotted him by the side of a road about 20 miles away. And he told the FBI he was kidnapped by two guys and taken to the motorcycle shop he owns, where they robbed him. But the security footage from his shop didn't show any of that. So so Larry changed the story. He said what really happened was that he was kidnapped by a motorcycle gang because he owed the money. Turns out that's not true either. <laughs> no, Larry um, had just tried to fake a kidnapping so he could run off with his mistress. You know his stories were wrong when every time he went, okay, well, how about this one? But apparently he got cold feet and didn't follow through with the plan, and now he's facing a charge of lying to federal authorities. That reminds me of uh, Fail. Billy Madison. Me and Veronica Vaughn got it on. No, you didn't. You're right, but a friend of mine, him and her... Oh, no, they didn't. Yeah, but you can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so follow this story. On Sunday night, around 9 o'clock at a Walmart in Virginia, a man walked up to a car, stopped in the parking lot. The car was stopped in the parking lot. As the guy opened up one of the doors, the trunk of the car sprang open, and a woman jumped out of the trunk and ran off. What? And that's when two men hopped out of the car and ran after the woman. Eventually, the men got to the woman as she tried to fight him off. She screamed, and they forced her back into the car. And then they speed out of the parking lot. And there are witnesses. This is a busy Walmart parking lot. Witnesses see this whole thing. They call the police to report a kidnapping, as I would too. And for a day, local police scoured the area looking for clues. Walmart surveillance photos of the incident were posted on social media. Police were on TV appealing to the community. Help us track this car down. Help us track these suspects down. Help us find this woman. The FBI was called in. Remember, this happened uh, Sunday night. On Monday evening, the woman who had been abducted and one of the kidnappers walked into the police station to admit it was a hoax. Just jokes, guys. The woman was safe and sound. The car that the woman was thrown into was actually her car. Four men and one woman, all either 19 or 20, planned the whole thing that night. The plan was to film people's reactions as they witnessed the kidnapping. Guys, they wanted to go viral. 
and now they're facing charges. Wow. Well, they wanted their face all over the internet. Can you imagine? So this guy and this gal, they walk into the police station and they go, hey guys, we have something to admit. I just want to let you know that it was all a hoax. Yeah, that's uh, when we were in high school, we used to do that, but it was before YouTube and all that stuff. What, we, fake kidnapping? We did once. We had a, we'd always f- pretend this. We had a buddy of ours. He was always one that we, we were either beating up, and as soon as the car came up, we'd take off oh, running. We did that. We did that, yeah. Or one day we decided to wear suits with black sunglasses and all that in my dumpy little car as if we looked official. And we rolled up to a gas station where he just happened to randomly be standing at, and we threw him in a trunk. And we didn't realize, yeah, same thing. Uh, people people don't see that find kind that of stuff, funny. and uh, they'll call the police. Yeah, no. it's not as funny. <laughs> no. Not not very funny. Nope. Guys, just jokes. Because mm-hmm. the FBI was called in. <laughs> uh, a couple more stories for you. A 44-year-old guy named Robin Garluck from uh, Warren, Ohio, was shot on Sunday night. And the shooter was his Maytag oven. No. I'll explain. There was a... <laughs> There were some kids coming to the house, so Robin put his loaded gun in the oven to hide it from them. You know, you get a safe. You get a gun safe for that. Sure. (laughs) Wow. Seems like a smart plan on several levels, doesn't it, guys? (laughs) Anyway, his uh, girlfriend didn't know he'd put the gun in there, so she turned the oven on to do some baking. And when the gun got hot enough, the bullets inside exploded. He opened the oven to try to get it out, and when he did... He got hit by a bullet in each of his shoulders. No, no that's, that's what I meant, Dad. Failed. Oops. That could have been audio, by the way, of him. Yeah. <laughs> Failed. It sounded like a bullet exploding. Here's the thing. He was taken to the hospital for treatment, and the cops questioned it because it sounded suspicious. But they say the evidence really did back up a story. Wow. Cops are like, nobody's that dumb. Oh, okay. Yep, you are, You are. If you're a minor criminal, there's really nothing that's more effective for getting the cops to hunt you down than this. Last week, the cops in Moses Lake, Washington, pulled over a 27-year-old guy named Giovanni Powell for driving with a suspended license. A 19-year-old woman named Kayla was in the car, and since she wasn't breaking any laws, the cops let her go. But then they searched the car, and they found her purse, which had her ID, a gun, and some heroin. She's a convicted felon, so she can't own a gun. Meanwhile, when she got home, she hopped on the police department's Facebook page and bragged about how she got away from them. So, of course, they started focusing on finding her. And on Saturday, they tracked her down and arrested her after a quick chase. And she's facing charges for unlawful possession of a firearm and possession of heroin. Oh man, this story is great. Did you did you see Fail. like the like more details that were released? So they put out a Facebook post that said like, "Hey, we're looking for Kayla." Mm-hmm. She commented on that post and said, "Guess where I'm at? Update: Not in jail." So then an undercover officer messaged her and said, "Hey." I work for the police department, but I'm kind of going rogue here, and I just want information on Giovanni. Will you meet me so we can share information? And she goes, yes, as long as you get the cops to stop looking for me. And she said, they said, no problem. You give me information, the cops will stop searching for you. They met up and arrested her. Idiot. (laughs) Wow. 
So they let, they let her go, and she I guess she just walked away, and they found her purse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the purse was in the car still, and like yeah, somebody came and picked away, her up, yeah. and the and the purse was in the car. Uh, early last Sunday morning, a guy wearing a mask walked into a Stockton, California CVS. He had a knife, held up the employees. As the masked man started to walk out with twenty five hundred bucks from the register, employees tackled him and held him down. And once officers got to the store, they took the guy's ski mask off. And revealed his identity. It was a 24-year-old guy named Nicholas who once worked at the store as a security guard. Failed. Yeah, his car was found in the parking lot with a fake license plate. And the VIN was hidden with the duct tape. He was arrested on suspicion of armed robbery. That didn't go as planned. (laughs) I think that's an episode of Scooby-Doo, by the way. If it wasn't for you meddling kids? (laughs) Yes. And finally... A 28-year-old woman named Amber Kornack. She's from Montana. She loves animals and always wanted to work with grizzly bears. You're already shaking your head. You don't know where this is going. I'm shaking my head saying I'm assuming she got her her dream job. Yeah, so she did. She landed her, her dream job with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service as a field assistant. Oh, wow, man. And she was working on a genetic study that requires collecting grizzly hair samples. And the hairs can be found on trees and other objects that grizzlies rub against. And then they take the hair and they use uh, they use it to analyze the animal's DNA. So while she was alone near a stream in the Cabinet Mountain, she was mauled by a grizzly bear. Oh my God. Failed. She's alive, guys. She managed to reach a canister of bear spray and ended, uh, ended the attack. But she inadvertently sprayed herself in the face in the process. And there's that too. So they had insult to injury. <laughs> you know that she had the can. She pressed down and just went right to her face. That is a scene from like a comedy movie with like uh, Kristen Wiig. Yeah. Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy get trapped by bears and spray themselves in the face. So she managed to use her uh, satellite phone to call for help. She's recovering from a fractured skull. Damn. And uh, other Dang. serious injuries. But Ugh. she lived. Wow. She's all right. Thank God. Dream job, huh? dark. I thought you were ending dark. Damn. No, you know I don't end dark. Normally end dark. <laughs> That's to the line. That's right to the line. Mm-hmm. All right, those are your Friday fail stories. I've been trying to do it right I've been living a lonely life I've been sleeping here instead I've been sleeping in my bed I've been sleeping in my bed So show me family All the blood that I will bleed
yelling at us, man! So the uh, the chick that was mauled by the bear was uh, in Montana, and I know King Scott's got a wedding out in Montana to go to. Yeah, I sh- I'm supposed to go to, but uh, this nice new position is going to hinder that. And I made a goof because I thought this was originally in the first, so I told him like, "Yep, I'm good to go." All right, so you uh, so or the, the walk. Sorry, the, the point of this is. <laughs> huh. oh, boy. So you have a wedding to go to. Or you said you were going to. He's going to be yeah. in. Oh, you're in yeah, the way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a groomsman for a buddy, a good one of my close friends, uh, closest friends. And oh boy, I never did see be, the guy. He was not close friend. Yeah, yeah. He lives out in L.A. Well, I mean, if you need to go to the wedding, go to the wedding. There's that. All right, now I'll ask him for money for travel. Oh, I'll that's for this reason I brought this yeah, up. He just needs. Well, if you need to go to the wedding, are you asking for a day off? Well, the only problem is it's uh, one of our biggest days here. I can't ask off for it. How about it's, this? It's the punishment walk. You show up on Monday, and then we'll give you a floater day. <laughs> yeah, if you show up on Monday, <laughs> yeah, we'll float you a day. All right. Listen, if you need to go to the wedding, I, I totally understand. Oh, that changed. I mean, I'd I, I, I say no. I'm dedicated to the show. Oh, yeah. No, I'm dedicated he's, to the show. Whatever. This you. is first. Ah, thank you. He's testing you. He's I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's a big deal at all. If you are, especially if you're in somebody's wedding. Yeah, if you're in the wedding, that's you got to go to the wedding. Okay, okay. What do you do? You're not the grooms. You're not the groom, right? You're just. <laughs> <laughs> not that I'm aware of. Here's, here's, I'm, in my, I'm in no, my and, friend's and, and, wedding. Her name is Susie. Talk, he's talking about the, 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 the Jeff and Tony walk yeah. to Hubbard on June the 15th. Yes. Yeah. Which is going to be a whole thing. It's going to be great. Yeah. Hey, here's... It's actually, it's turned into quite the event. If you got a wedding that day, honestly, you got to go to the wedding. Riz, here, it's perfect. Scott. Yes, sir. You are more than free to go to Montana to be in your friend's wedding, but you got to lose your virginity up there. (laughs) (laughs) You better come back with a story. And video. I was going to say this. You're more than welcome to go out to Montana, but you better not come back. <laughs> when you come back here, you're not going to have a job. That's what, that's Riz what, is going to buy you that one-way ticket. You're you more think, than welcome to go out to Montana to look for other employment. Do you think that Riz is going to stop you from going to a wedding in Montana? Dude, go to the wedding in Montana. You're fired. Yeah. Go to the wedding yeah, in you Montana. Got... So important. This is, this is a scary uh, situation. Yeah. No, in all seriousness. You're fired. You better be. <laughs> no, go to the wedding. Go to the wedding. Oh, well, thank you. Go to the wedding. You need to go to the wedding. You've made a commitment. <sighs> You've made a commitment. All right. And it's somebody's it's somebody's special day. Yep. And they're counting on you to be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those, the fun destination weddings that everyone Montana, loves. Montana, man. I love it. Bozeman, beautiful. Can't Montana. wait. I'm going to hang out John Mayer probably because he mm, lives there. The yeah. Sunshine yeah. State. <laughs> No, it's the Big Apple. You know that. <laughs> Bozeman, Montana, huh? The Big Apple. Yeah, well, go to the wedding. Called right, Bozemanites there. Go thank to the wedding. You, you better put a vacation day in. Yep. Actually, no, we're going to float you day. All right. You go to the wedding if you come in Monday. Deal. Okay. See? There we go. Got wow. worked out. Show. Traffic and weather. Right. Oh, wait, wait. He just emailed. They uh, broke up. Now that I'm feeling generous, up after the break, let's give away some stuff. We got tickets to go see Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson. We got tickets to go see Social Distortion over at Pops. And we got tickets to go see AWOL Nation at the pageant. After the break, were you paying attention?
314-969-DUDE. 314-969-3833. Jeff will ask you a question about something that happened on the show this week. You get the question right. You get to pick your tickets while supplies last. 314-969-DUDE. If the phones are busy, keep trying. We uh, run through these quick. Hi, welcome back. The phone number 314-969-DUDE. 314-969-3833. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Real or fake results coming up before we get out of here at 10 o'clock. Right now, we should give away some stuff. Were you paying attention? All right, it's a game we play every Friday. We're going to give away the rest of our prizes. We got tickets to go see Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson, Saturday, July 14th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. In fact, we got uh, four packs of lawn tickets for that show. Big summer show. We got tickets to go see Social Distortion, June 28th over at Pops. And we got tickets to go see AWOL Nation, June 27th over at the pageant. All right, so Jeff, we'll get you guys on the phone and we'll ask you a question about something that happened on the show this week. If you get the question right, one question. Your choice of tickets while supplies last. 314-969-DUDE, 314-969-3833. And keep calling. The phones are busy. We go through these quick. All right, let's go to Nick in Ferguson. Hey, Nick. Hey, what's going on? All right, Nick, here you go. Your question. Uh, Tony Patrico's pet fish died. What was Tony Patrico's pet fish's name? Why got to bring it up, bro? I'm sorry. Oh, we'll, God. We'll I don't know. I, I don't know. Just take uh, a guess. We'll say, uh, we're going to say uh, peanut butter. Uh, peanut butter. Come on, man. That was his hedgehog's name. Kevin in O'Fallon. Hey. Hey, morning. Kevin. Uh, Patrico's fish died this week. What was the oh. fish's name? Jerry? No, close. Ooh. Getting close. 314-969-DUDE. Did he say Gary or Jerry? Jerry. Jerry, yeah, close. Jerry. Uh, I'll give you a hint. No, that, that, we don't need to give a hint. I'll give you a hint. You just said, hey, it's close. It rhymes. I'll give you a hint. It's, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, a man's first name. Okay. Okay. Close, it was a male fish. Close to Jerry. Close to Jerry. Uh, Justin at St. Anne. Justin. Hello. Um, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, right? Yeah, that's there it. You that's it. There you go. There you go, buddy. Yeah, Larry, formalities. Nice. Larry, Larry Fishburne. Yeah, Lawrence uh, Fishburne. R.I.P. Congratulations, Justin. What do you want? Uh, I'll take AWOL Nation. AWOL Nation happening on June the 27th over at the pageant. You are going, my friend. Justin, hang on. Thank you. You enjoy that hollow cast on the sky, buddy. All right, and John. That guy's going to have a great time, by the way. John and Festus, you're up next. Good morning, fellas. Good morning, John. Here we go. Your question. One of Tony's favorite things happened on Monday, and that's the Glory Hole Challenge. Neat. Four items were pushed through the hole into Tony's face. Can you name one of those four items? Scott's hair. Yep. There King you Scott's go. Hair. King Scott's hair, wet dog food, snails, and anchovies. You got it. All right, John, what that's do you cool. want? I'll take the A-Wall Nation ticket. You're going to have a great time. June Good 27th. Job, Hang on, John. Thanks. All right. We're on a roll here. Joe in St. Louis. Hey, Joe. Hey. All right, Joe. Here we go. Uh, which point staff member not from this show got sick and threw up in the studio this Ooh. week? Donnie Fandango. No. No, sorry. No, not Donnie. 
Is it Brianna? Yes. Hey, all right. Question again. What point staff member, not a member of this show, got sick in the studio this week? Was it Lux? Mm, no. No. So it's not Donnie. It's not Lux. Hmm. Kyle and Imperial. Yes. Uh, do you know the answer? Uh, Patrico. No, not on the Riz Show staff. No. Somebody got sick in the studio. Not Donnie, not Lux, not a member of the Riz Show. Who was it? Eli and Fenton. Yeah. Do you know the answer? What was the question again? Somebody got sick in the studio. Not a member of the Riz Show, not Donnie, not Lux. Who was it? That would be Mac. Yep. Damn right it was Mac. You got it, bruh. All right, Eli. Mac at night. Uh, what do you want? Uh, what do you got? I got Zombie Manson. I got Social Distortion and one more pair of AWOL Nation tickets. Uh, give me Zombie Manson. All right, Zombie. Marilyn Manson. You get a four-pack of lawn tickets Saturday, July 14th at the Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. It's one of our big summer shows. I bet, I, if I had to guess, that he's going to have a great time. Get uh, four lawn tickets for just 89 bucks plus fees. All right, Nick in Alton. Hello, Nick. Hey. 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 All right, here we go. Tony Petrico gets very, very passionate about what item from QT? Hmm. Oh, boy. Good one. Hmm. It's a hard one. Uh, I don't guess. Uh, um, uh, uh, come on, donut. Nick. Donuts, no. Mm. No. Brando. Yes, sir. All right. The question again. Uh, Tony Patrico gets very, very passionate about what item from QT? I'm going to have to say a roller dog. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're damn right. S&A, <laughs> Cotton. All right, uh, Brando, what do you want? Uh, Manson tickets. Please. All right, Manson, zombie, you are going July 14th. You get a four-pack of lawn tickets. You're going to have a great time. Stop at QT, get some roller dogs. Uh, we're out of Manson tickets and zombie tickets. Okay. Kurt and Baldwin, one more question. Here we go. Uh, Riz did some day drinking with his neighbors yesterday, I believe it was. Mm -hmm. One man was surprisingly drinking what? Oh. A, uh, a beer? No. Would it no, be surprising no, no. that a man was drinking a beer? Let's no. think outside this was, that. This was from today, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yep. This was a Today Show thing. Kevin in St. Charles. Kevin. Hey, good morning. All right, the question again. Riz did some day drinking with his neighbors yesterday. One man was surprisingly drinking what? Oh. A Martini. No, no, no. Again, not really a surprising drink for a, for a no, male. No, I'll, I'll tell you, this is something that... Uh, I'm going to give you a hint. Why do you shake your head? I want to get through with this game. <laughs> we can't be here till 10 o'clock. Why are you this. yelling? He's shaking his head at me. So I'm, I'm trying to help the people give away some things. Okay. I guess you don't want to give away anything. Okay. I mean, I like a little challenge in the game. This was a drink very popular when uh, I was in high school. Went away. Came back last year. Went away again. And is back this year, summer only. Okay. Frank and Afton. Yeah, how's it going? All right. Here we go. The question. Riz did some day drinking with his neighbors yesterday. One man, surprisingly, was drinking what? Uh, Zima. Yeah, it was yeah. Zima. Even though right. it doesn't want to give you anything, I'm going to give you something. That's not what I said. <laughs> I'd rather have had him. Hey, would you have known that without Riz's hint? Uh, no. Okay. Frank, what do you want? 
you got AWOL Nation left? I do. AWOL Nation, June 27th, over at the pageant. You are gone, my friend. Hang on one second. Awesome. We will get your info. That's how you do that. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Patrico. I don't know why I'm being thanked. For coming in today. Okay. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome, man. All right, let's do some news. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some news. And your news being sponsored by... Club Fitness. Hey, there's a good chance uh, you haven't heard of goat yoga. I am not. You are correct. I'm going to assume that it's yoga with goats. It is. That's exactly what it is. It's a strange yoga trend that started a couple years ago. And it's more or less what it sounds like. You do yoga while goats roam around and sometimes climb on you or cuddle with you. The only reason I know what that is is because there's a commercial on TV with Captain Obvious. That's right. Where there's a goat on top of Captain Obvious. And he goes, maybe you're interested in goat yoga. That's what this is. Yeah, I thought it was made up, but apparently it's not. No, that is a real thing. And apparently it's getting really popular. I guess maybe not in the circle of people I hang out with because (laughs) I wasn't aware of this until I saw Mm -hmm. that captain obvious commercial but uh there was a, a goat yoga class in uh georgia which was interrupted a couple days ago when one of the goats gave birth guys oh yuck that's a mess the goats or the goat wound up having twins while the people in the in the yoga class watched and i don't really know what to make any of any of this i don't either but there are pictures and if you want to see it goat yoga have you heard of goat yoga i haven't uh, sounds wonderful. I would figure that'd be something you'd be into. What? I'm going to try it. That's for sure. <laughs> it looks like a guy that would be into goat yoga. Scott, you look like a goat yoga enthusiast. <laughs> <sighs> uh, apparently, there are a lot of people out there who like to play uh, one game of beer, uh, beer pong to get themselves drunk for the next 13 hours. Because according to a new survey, 13% of men and 19% of women say they like to play beer pong with liquor in the cups instead of beer. You're a disaster. <laughs> you better be p- playing with six cups and not the standard 10 or whatever the hell it is. Are you a drunk? That means at least one out of seven people like to do around five shots of liquor in the span of 15 minutes or so, which is pretty insane. Yeah. And that's not the only weird beer pong preference from this uh, particular survey. 46% of men and 41% of women say they like to play with craft beer. I've made that mistake before. Not the beers that Beer Pong was founded on, like Natty Light. And people are most likely to play Beer Pong at a house party with a friend as their partner. And play about three to four games in a night. And take six and a half years to graduate from college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it's five and a half, and it's not called graduating. It's called leaving. And that's your uh, yearly beer pong news. Thank you. <laughs> that's everything you know, need to know about beer pong. Dude, beer pong is the jam, though, man. It, when we were in college, I was lights out. You were good? We would go to parties and people would be like, please let me be on your team, man. I was hitting hook shots. Mm. You want to do a little bounce? Let's bounce it in there. Two and cups when did you graduate here. from college? What year? I told you. It's called leaving. It's not called graduating. <laughs> I have a successful career, though. Thank you, Riz. What are you doing? John Patrico. <laughs> uh, in the wake of a couple deadly crashes involving school buses, uh, this past Tuesday, federal transportation officials recommended that the NTSB require that all new school buses be outfitted with seatbelts. I still can't believe that school buses are out there without seatbelts on. 
Man, it is a topic, isn't it? And, and you know the reasons why there aren't. I, I don't. Is because if there is something that happens, then somebody would have to go back and unbuckle all the kids instead of them just getting off the bus. Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of kids wouldn't be able to climb out on their own or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. You'd have kids belted in. Young kids who wouldn't know how to get out of the belts. Like, that that's an argument I've heard against having seatbelts. I mean, I, I get that, too. I mean, I'm I all for having seatbelts in. I think yeah. I'm on that side. Me, too. But the, um, the chairman says, I want to impress on everyone that the school bus is statistically the safest way to get to school. It's not about choosing another option. It's about closing the gaps in school bus safety. Results of those gaps are as tragic as they were unnecessary. There was a bad school bus crash in New Jersey last week. Where there were a lot of people hurt. I believe a couple kids died. And maybe had they been wearing seatbelts, they would have been okay. Right. But if you talk to some bus drivers, they go, you know, if there were kids belted in, I can't get them off the bus fast enough. Take the chance of either not getting into an accident or getting into an accident and not being able to get out. I mean, it's it's a tough call. It's a tough call. There's a, a 43-year-old guy named Anthony and a 48-year-old woman named Noelle. They were busted in Seaside, High, uh, Seaside Heights, New Jersey on Tuesday for having sex in a garden outside of a Catholic church right under the statue of Virgin Mary. And a priest spotted him, called the cops. And when the police got there, Anthony and Noel were still in the middle of getting it on. They were charged with lewdness. And they're going straight to hell. (laughs) And finally, if you really want to relax on vacation, plan to uh, splurge on a plane ticket or a whole lot of gas because a quick trip a couple hours away might not do it. A new study found the average person can't really relax and forget about work until they're at least 1,000 miles away from their boss. One in five said that they're more likely to check their email and answer work calls if they're closer than that. And 41% said their boss is more likely to contact them if they're, if they're in the same time zone. Over 50% of people said they've checked their work email from their hotel room during their vacation before. I'm guilty of that. Yeah. And around 25% have checked in while hanging out by the pool. I've done that. And 3% have even checked their work email while they were in a swimming pool. I'm guilty of that too. And the top five work-related things we do while on vacation, check the email, reply to an email, take a call from the boss, take a call from a colleague, and work on a project. So you need to be at least 1,000 miles away to actually relax. And that's your news brought to you by Potbelly. Feed your smile with four area locations. The Rizzuto Show Sports. All right, here's Mr. Tony Patrico with your sports. Uh, don't screw this up, fatty. Sports brought to you by Gateway Motorsports Park. The 2018 racing season going to be bigger, better, and faster. Today, the Cardinals and Pirates are up in Pittsburgh to start their weekend series. John Gant gets to start for the Cardinals. First pitch scheduled for 6.05. NBA playoff results from last night. The Rockets beat the Warriors 98-94. The Rockets lead that series three games to two. Tonight, it's the Celtics versus the Cavs, and Boston has a chance to eliminate Cleveland with the win. They are currently up three games to two. Tip-off scheduled for 7.30. 
Uh, this is kind of a crazy story. Uh, President, Trump, uh, President Trump has pardoned legendary boxer Jack Johnson yesterday after being talked into it by Sylvester Stallone. E. That's, that's exactly my, what it sounded like. That's my uh, Stallone impression. I didn't know you Thank added him. Did you add him, or did you just not use that? I've just not used him. Oh, Jack e. Johnson was the first black world heavyweight champion, held the title for seven years. Uh, he boxed for over 40 years. He won uh, 104 official fights, 40 by knockout. And in 1915, he was uh, stripped of his title. Uh, Jack was arrested in 1913 and convicted of violating the Mann Act, which forbid transporting a woman across state lines for, quote, immoral purposes. The woman was a prostitute who he was dating, and he'd been involved with her in 1909 and 1910, which was actually one year before the Mann Act passed. And there's a good chance the charges were racially motivated since Jack was always in relationships with white women. Served 10 months in prison, died in 1946, and in the past, over the past decade, they've been trying to get him to be pardoned. And finally, Trump said, quote, it's my honor to do it. It's about time. He represented something that was both very beautiful and very terrible at the same time. <clears throat> and uh, Trump actually took a few jabs at President Obama for not pardoning Oh, pardoning jabs. Jack. I see what you did there. It's a ah, boxer. Ah. like that? saying that that's Obama's failure to do it. He said, quote, it was very disappointing. It's unclear why he didn't, but generally the Department of Justice doesn't bother with pardons for dead people, so that's why they're so rare. Uh, finally here, uh, the Coca-Cola 600 goes down this weekend in Charlotte. Race time is scheduled for 5 p.m. Oh, boy, it's a bad End one. End of the stands. <laughs> you can watch the race on Fox. Uh, Patrico, that's your sports, and boom goes the dynamite. It's the Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, welcome back. Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your crap on celebrities. Oops, sorry, Jeff. It's brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. I forgot to tell you guys, I was up at the uh, the new uh, radio station yesterday, checking on the progress in the new studio, uh-huh. and things are coming along nicely. Really? Oh, yeah. In there, there were like three or four guys working in there on the studio. Do we have counters yet? No, no. no Everything's okay. kind of roughed in. Gotcha. I saw a lot of spackle. Oh, good, good, because I remember you requested a lot of that. Yep, I said, uh, more speckle. <laughs> Keep speckling, fellas. All right. I walked in the room, they're like, what the hell are you? I will not be happy until I see some speckling. I said, uh, Keep speckling, fellas. Looking good. Everything's looking great. <laughs> it's coming along, guys. Right, Did I mention that uh, this was brought to you by Lena's Pizza, St. Louis's only frozen uh, pizza made with 100% real Provel cheese. Something happened today that so many people have been waiting forever to happen, and that's Harvey Weinstein turned himself in uh, to the New York Police Department and then walked right back out in cuffs on his way to court. Weird. I don't know if you saw the video yet. Smiling. I think it's one of those smirks well, of, you okay, on, you guys are getting you what you want. The, you put on the brave face. Yeah. For as big of a monster as he is, he's a... He's a shrewd showman. Yeah. Did you did you get more details? Yeah. Uh, charged with rape, a criminal sex act, uh, sex abuse, and sexual misconduct for incidents involving two different women. He arrived at the first precinct on Friday morning, and he had marshals with him. He was taken straight in in, in uh, handcuffs, where he was scheduled to be arraigned. Now, according to the complaint, he was charged with engaging in sexual intercourse with another person by forcible compulsion. That's the basis of the whole rape charge involving the unidentified woman. The allegation, this happened in 2013, and most of this I can't tell you on the radio, but he forced himself on this woman 
and then forced her to stay in this hotel room and then came back and forced himself more. I mean, and it's very graphic detail, which I can't obviously say on the radio, but he forced her into doing a sex act. Well, he's he's out now. Right, yeah, he's out. He got he fitted. Out. Yeah, he got fitted for an ankle monitor as well. So he is out. And uh, the incident involving the other woman, 2014, defendant forced informant to engage in sexual yeah, acts. Mean, some some bad stuff. We know. Yes. We know. Listen, we know. We don't need to go into the detail, but bond was set at 10 million. He paid a one million dollar, I guess, one million dollars to get out a cashier's check. Uh-huh. And he's not allowed to leave. Can't travel anywhere. Right. Surrender to surrender his passport as well. So a lot of times, like you asked why, you know, you said it was it was weird that he was smiling and everything. Yeah. A lot of times, lawyers gas. will tell. Got gas. No, lawyers will tell <laughs> their clients to smile because if you get put in handcuffs and he's walking in crying and looking sad and defeated, it's like look at him. He's guilty. That's a face of somebody that's guilty. If he's smiling and acting normal, then it's them putting off the illusion that like, hey. I'm fine. I just I know that they were looking for me, so here I am. Minor inconvenience, in. guys. Yeah. Uh, TMZ caught up with uh, James Kahn uh, last night, I guess it was. Oh, Jimmy Kahn? Yeah, and I, he's doing one of the, and I, and I get it, he's old school, he's an older guy, he's you know brought up in that particular era, but he said it's nature's way that men and women are supposed to be attracted to each other, and because of this, men just can't hit on women anymore. He's one of those guys, dude. Just Jimmy, come on. What is this? Uh, what does he think? We're still cavemen and we just club him over the head and drag him out of the cave? I guess so, man. And he also says that Morgan Freeman didn't do what everybody is saying that he did, too. I mean, it, it sounds like James Conn is doing the whole, come on, can you blame us? Can you blame can us? Can we not hit on women anymore? Yeah. Different times. Yeah, definitely, for sure. Yeah, you got to be careful. So. I mean, what could be you hitting on what you think is hitting on somebody, uh, another woman? could think it's uh, an untoward thing. Right, yeah. It's, it's, they, they, they didn't want it. It's uninvited. uninvited. It's unwanted. So, and, and if you haven't heard Morgan Freeman, same thing with him. A reporter at CNN investigated him after he allegedly made inappropriate comments to her, found eight women claiming or wanting to come forward to claim that they were victims as well. Many more who claim to have seen the creepiness firsthand, too. And he's got a history of making lewd comments about women's appearances and unwanted touching and uh, shoulder touching and massages and hands on the small of the back, that sort of thing. As a matter of fact, a little bit of audio came out. Uh, CNN has it of him kind of, well, being creepy with a, a, an entertainment reporter before actual taping of taping started. Hi, how are you? I'm better now. Uh, thanks. I don't have any magic tricks. I kind of feel like I yes, showed do. up for dinner without I mean, anything. I wouldn't worry about that. I mean, he, just sound, he sounds like a creepy old guy, but... Yeah. That kind of stuff, yes. But then, you know, we were talking it's before the, about... It's the hands, you know, up the skirt. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, are you wearing underwear? I mean, Let me see. That's where we're crossing the line. Yeah. And Why other people... Other people that uh, that he works with are telling him to stop it. You know, that's that's when the red flags go up as well. The Actors Union SAG-AFTRA uh, may be taking back that Lifetime Achievement Award they gave him just earlier this year. He's lost his, uh, his gig with Visa and also with Vancouver's uh, public transportation system as well. And uh, yesterday, we talked about how Scott Baio's alleged sexual assault with Nicole Eggert will not be prosecuted after all due to statute of limitations. Now, Baio has talked about it. He's spoken out and he thanked the authorities for their, quote, thoughtful investigation. And not sure why, since the cops did say they looked into it and said it was a valid case, but the law won't let them move forward with it. 
He also report he also said the reported comments that the DA wanted to prosecute anyway were inconsistent and that he quote did not believe them to be accurate. He also said that he may go after Nicole Eggert for he said he's going to hold her accountable, whatever that might mean. So he's not backing down either. On Thursday's Ellen DeGeneres show. Parks and Recreation star and producer Amy Poehler said that the cast of the NBC comedy is down for a Will and Grace style reboot. It hasn't been off the air that long, though. Oh uh, yeah, just since five, 2015. Five, I was yeah, say, yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's that's three years. That's I thought it was longer than that. She says, and I quote, "I'll speak for everybody and say we would all do it." And she was sitting next to uh, Nick Offerman, the real life husband of Megan Mullally from Will and Grace. Grace. Uh, she says, quote, I think we would all do it someday. It would be amazing. And uh, she's obviously in the, She has a new TV show with Nick Offerman called Making It that debuts at the end of July. Is that the on one NBC. where they do furniture? They like they make furniture or they judge people making it. furniture? Yeah. Correct. Yeah. What channel is that on? That'd be interesting. NBC. NBC July 31st oh. is when that's starting. Now on the important stuff. Han Solo film just premiered in theaters. And now we got another one coming up. With centered on Boba Fett. Yeah, I've been hearing about that for a long time. I guess it's official now. Yeah, James, is it Mangold? Is that how you say it? Is uh, writing and will direct it. He did a Logan. Yes. He's the guy that that directed Uh, Logan. mm -hmm. Logan is the jam. So Boba Fett's been around since 1980. Never had... Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back and appeared in the 83 Return of the Jedi. And uh, Mangold co-wrote and directed the critically acclaimed X-Men standalone, Logan. So you should be excited about that, right? Yeah, I guess, you know... uh, Depending on how they take it. It's not really much of a story if you watch the the original trilogy about Boba Fett. And they they touch upon him in in the prequels. But I guess now he's getting his own thing. Okay. Yeah. If I said Tony, if he, if uh, if uh, if Riz over there was, let's say, threatening me or something, and I said, "Get the strap," what's that mean? Are you gonna whip him? No, the gun. Yeah, it's a gun. It's oh, a it's wow. a it's a threaten it's threatening for a gun. NYPD is investigating Fifty Cent for that. He allegedly threatened a Brooklyn police officer, saying, "Get the strap," which means get the gun. The cop in question has been accused of shaking down the owner of a hip hop club for free gifts, including a trip to Puerto Rico. And uh, he said he isn't worried about uh, the police investigating him for saying that. And I quote, "LOL, they investigating my drip." I got huh? I got too much sauce. Like a post nasal drip? I don't. You should probably really... get antibiotics for that. Yeah. yeah. He also probably have a sore throat. So he's got a screen grab that he posted of his federal patent application to trademark that phrase, get the strap. And he wrote, so here's the trademark, investigation over, back to fighting crime. All right, guys, get the strap. So again, this investigation was opened up after he threatened this deputy inspector with that phrase following stories where the police, and this guy's a boss, by the way, he's a deputy inspector, allegedly squeezing the owner of Love and Lust Club for all of these gifts, including a trip to Puerto Rico, as I said. and, and The uh, Love and Lust Club? The Love and Lust Club, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and Sounds like a nice place. Yeah, finally, most of us will never get to uh, smoke pot with Snoop Dogg. So this may be the next closest thing. Hulu has got a new virtual reality experience called Door Number One. You put on your VR headset, you're transported to your uh, high school reunion where you can choose to hang out with the jocks, the musical theater kids, or whoever you want. You can also choose to uh, smoke weed in the bathroom. And when you walk in the bathroom, you are greeted by Snoop Dogg. And you can smoke pot with him. Okay. Yep. 
Uh, in theaters this weekend, the big release is Solo, a Star Wars story. Board the Millennium Falcon and journey to a galaxy far, far away in Solo, a Star Wars story. An all-new adventure with the most beloved scoundrel in the galaxy. Through a series of daring escapades deep within a dark and dangerous criminal underworld, Han Solo meets his mighty future co-pilot, Chewbacca, and encounters the notorious gambler, Lando Calrissian. You know what's funny is I bet this is one that I like. Critics, 70% audience, 61%, which Ooh. is unusual for the audience score to be lower than the critics score. Is it just a little bit of a too much thing? There's so many of them now. Uh, this whole we're always talking about it. This whole thing was rife with problems. The production, remember I'm the telling you, I think the it's the casting. Got fired. It's Ron Howard. I you think know, Ron Howard took over. So I think it's the casting of who they picked for Han Solo that's going to destroy this movie. And the other thing, just real quickly, you said you're excited about it, but not as excited about all the other ones, and you're not going to see it first weekend. Will you uh, make it a point to avoid any spoilers? Like if I saw it, I came in next week and went, "Oh man, here's what's going to happen." Would be anything that because. Because you kind of know what happens to Han Solo you, in the future. Yeah, you don't know. that You can't go in and be like, well, Chewie died. Because you know that didn't happen. Right. Okay. I'm just concerned about you, man. Thanks, man. I mean, I'll probably see it next week at some point. Yeah. Home stretch, folks. Here we are. At the end. At the end. All right. Well, we'll see you later. You want to take Monday off? Yes. Not I... you, Scott. You're, you're coming in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Glad to welcome Donnie Fandango to the studio. Hey, Donnie. What's going on, guys? Happy Friday to you. Uh, how was Andrew WK yesterday? He was pretty awesome, man. He, 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 first of all, he's got one of those handshakes, man, that like doesn't like leaves my hand in dust. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah. He's definitely intense. He's an intense guy. He was, he was, but it was, a, it was a really great time, and uh, it, it was very cool of him to uh, to stop by. And uh, tonight, Donnie and I are going on a date. <laughs> oh, you guys are going together. <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna be at the same place. So <laughs> right. That counts. Oh, I thought you guys right. were gonna go to dinner, go to dinner, and then go see. You want to go? You want to be to Denny's? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been to a Denny's in a while, man. Uh, we're gonna go see Ghost tonight over a Peabody, which I'm looking forward to. You I... guys got one seat, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. We're gonna take turns. We're going lapsies. No, no right. lapsies. We're going lapsies. Yeah. I love the Peabody anyway, but for this tonight, it's going to be absolutely perfect. And I think there's just a couple hundred tickets left. It's it's on the verge of selling out. Yeah, so I'm, if you want to go, see this. Uh, Have you seen a show at Peabody spectacle. yet? Uh, I've seen two really shows at Peabody, and they were both incredible. Dude, it's an amazing, amazing place. I, I think love I saw it. Pussifer. Okay. There. Yeah. I think I saw that there. I saw. Something else. This was possibly. a couple years ago. I saw fun. Yeah. There. And that show was fun. That was the first time uh, 21 Pilots played yes. St. Louis, I believe. Yes. Or at least played for us. You were interviewing us. Ghost. Are you not? Uh, actually, I am interviewing the mastermind behind Ghost, uh, Tobias Forge. He's going to be here at 11 o'clock. In studio? Yes. Yes, he, he will. Here? Be. He will be you're here. You're kidding. Whoa. Yes. Here. Yes. Probably where you're standing. Uh, no, I'll probably put him where uh, where Patrico is. Oh, so that, right, right. Oh, oh, that way I can look his eyes. You could vacuum. That'd be great. <laughs> All right, Donnie's here for one thing. Not to just kick it. Not to hang out. <laughs> that too. It's for those real or fake results. Jugs and orbs and darts and gourds. Elmer fuds and bouncing Buddhas, sweater stretchers, long protectors, beach umbrellas, frost detectors, Scooby snacks and snake eyes dice, jello molds and high beam lights, 
Every day I probably use 99 words for blues. All right, yeah, here we go. All right, guys, time for the real fake results. Scott, if you could throw some more jazz hands in while you're singing, that'd be great. Okay. <laughs> 1057thepoint.com slash cans. Real or fake, sponsored by... Patricia's, where fun and where fantasy meet. All right, so through week number one, we're all even. Everybody's got three points. We move into week number two, the punishment being a two-song stripping set at Scarlet Cabaret on the east side. And don't forget, the Patrico and Jack Burton walk will happen on June the 15th. The big walk to Hubbard. And we'll uh, we'll put the route, which will encourage everybody to come out, out like almost like a like a marathon, like people line the sidewalks. I'm in. I will definitely be there. We're gonna, Donnie, you got to work, way. okay? We're gonna <laughs> post the route, hopefully next week, on uh, on the website. So and we'll give you all the details. It's gonna be fun. All right, again, 1057thepoint.com/slash cans. We'll get the results for week number two. And here's the order we're going in: three, one, two, three, one, two. And it's one point for each correct answer, real or fake, unless it's your lock. Your lock is two points if you're right, zero points to lock that if you are wrong. So let's begin with a description of photo number three. Photo number three, ladies and gentlemen, we've got tattoos here, and these things are great. And underboob. I mean. A little bit of underboob, and actually, I'm sorry, a lot of bit of underboob, and uh, a, a really nice tattoo underneath the boobies. Everybody has gone real here. Nobody has locked it up. This is a safe pick for everybody. Everybody real. All right, everybody is real on photo number three. Donnie Fandango, photo number three, real or fake? All right, guys, uh, listeners agreeing with you guys. 70 76% going real. You're all correct. They're real. Oh, thank you. Thank you. All right, I've got enough points for everybody here, but everybody only gets one. So we're all at four. Okay, photo number three, indeed real. Okay, photo number one. Photo oh, number one. one. This lovely lady. I don't know if this is how you're supposed to wear this dress, but uh, thank you very it. much. I She's love got it. a white dress on. She is. What a great picture, huh? She's doing a little tugging. It's brilliant. She's doing a little tugging, showing off the girls. Everybody here has gone real. This is Jeff and King Scott's lock. Wow. King Scott's lock. Jeff Burton's lock. We're all real. Scott, you're smiling? You okay? Uh, you all right with this? I don't know. The comments on Twitter make me really regret my choice. All right. King Scott's lock. Jeff Burton's lock. We're all real. Photo number one. Donnie Fandango, real or fake? All right, guys. Uh, listeners agreeing with you. 74% going real. Listeners incorrect. They're fake. Oh, boy. All right. Oh. Can we get a doctor's note on that? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Right. Jeff's back to three, and King Scott's back to three. That means that was bad. That's bad. Not what you're going for. That's bad. Oh, boy. That's not a great... I want to take off to Montana for a wedding or something. That's... Yep, see y'all. That's not if I great, do. that one. Let me go work with bears. All right, finally, photo number two. Photo number two, we got some potty lips here, and we've mm-hmm. got a little bit of a piercing, and we've got huge giant boobs and a blue bikini. Uh, great photo here, typical straight-up booby mugshot. Everybody has gone real. Does not matter for Jeff and King Scott. Matters for the rest of us. Myself, Moon, Riz, locking it up. All right, we're locked in on real. If these are indeed real, we'll be up, uh, all of us, by two points on King Scott and Jeff. 
Donna Fandango, photo number two, real or fake? All right, guys, 87% real for our listeners. Listeners are correct. Yeah. Real. yeah. We'll take that. Yeah. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you two points. That means that I will be up three, and you will be up three. Oh, yeah, I did my math and wrong And Moon there. will be up three. Okay, you're right. All right, so we'll go into week number three with six points for me, six points for Moon, six points for Patrico, and three points for Jeff and King Scott. Listen, this is super early. very early in the competition. Super early, guys. This is very early, Scott. Don't worry. You can make it up. Jeff, we're a little worried about you already. Thanks, man. <laughs> Comments or concerns, anybody? He said, when I go to Montana, I can yeah. go. It's not. Just don't come. It's time for you to come. The Rizzuto go Show. Yo, I gotta have sex tonight. Showtime! Woo! What it is, is what it is. Why don't you put that on your Good Morning Missouri ha! Wake Up Broadcast, bitch? Let me clear my... Alright. We are done. I hope everybody has a great Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. Enjoy you the as well. time with your family and friends. Uh, Jeff at the T-Mobile in St. Peter's tomorrow. Bring the creep show out there from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. You got it. Anything else? Jeff, what are you doing out there? Take it uh, out. Yeah, we're giving away uh, tickets to uh, Wayback Point Fest. Okay, great. Donnie, what do you got? I believe you might also have some big summer show tickets to That's give away what I as well, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Tobias uh, coming by, and then also we're going to get the Wayback Weekend started at 12 noon today. Sweet. So uh, So I'll get the uh, extended Wayback Weekend. I love Wayback Weekends. I do too. Why and you are know you what? starting at noon? That's fantastic. Because Well, and also, this is com- I'm going to be very honest with you. It's completely selfish, because I wanted to play some Wayback songs yeah, for a couple right. hours You deserve it. You should do that every day. So you do what you want to do. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Going to do it. All right, we leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, brought to you by Mattress Direct. It's Andrew Elias from Herculean. Yeah, Andrew. Andrew. It's been fantastic. And he wants to hear this from uh, these guys. So that's what we'll do. All right, Donnie, next. Have a great weekend. See you on Tuesday. Bye. Bye. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry.